Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Hey guys, Michael Strange here, and this is another Troubled Minds classic. So this was aired originally on May twenty second, 2020, and the topic here is Scientists Found a Parallel Universe Where Time Runs Backwards. That's right. So here you go. More Troubled Minds from the old days. Like I said, has never hit the podcast feed, so enjoy. Uh, give me some feedback if you like this. Like I said, there's more of these shows, and we'll keep putting them up until people start complaining. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you soon. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Can you said there's lights in the sky? The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. Well, that's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. strange i'm here tonight with our guest co-host sean our favorite canadian and we'd like to say hello to all of you who might also have troubled minds what's up guys it is 
Friday night, and that means this show is live. It means we're here to talk about it again. All the things we're not allowed to talk about, which you know what they are. If you're not new, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and they're always, it's always so fun, fascinating, interesting, which is exactly what the mainstream does not do, so we decided, let's make a show. We'll do it. Hey, what do you say? But uh, those things that we're not allowed to talk about are aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. We talk about the 24-hour news cycle. We talk about academia. We talk about major corporations. Of course, we talk about the government. We talk about all the things that they don't want you to know about, right? And why don't they want you to know about it? Because they're in the mind-washing, mind-wiping, brainwashing. I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. They're in the brainwashing business. Yeah, and we're not. We're, we're in the uh, think-for-yourself business. So that's what we do here. That's what this show is all about. And uh, again, uh, I'm here with Sean, our favorite Canadian. And uh, any, uh, anything to add to that before we uh, move on and uh, get into the topics and some shout-outs tonight? How are you doing, Sean? Uh, not too bad, Mike. I'm uh, doing pretty good. Things are you know, getting more stable up here. And, uh, you know, I don't think that the government or the media likes using uh, Tide. Tide? What do you mean, Tide? Like tide, like, the, like the soap? Tide? Yeah, yeah. Using Tide to, you know, wash people's minds. Instead, they just give me crap. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Mind wiping, my, my brain, brain blasting, whatever the hell I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter, right? I think that's the beauty of language a little bit is that uh, you can kind of make up words now and then, you know? You can kind of uh, put, put things together that don't really make sense and uh, try and make a narrative, right? I mean, that's that's what the, the media does. That's what they try and do to us. So I think we're allowed. We're allowed to, to, to maybe uh, go off the rails from time to time. So that's what we do. Anyway, so uh, aliens, conspiracy, paranormal, and... Uh, that's what we do. That's what we do. Sean's here with us tonight, and we're going to talk about uh, some some interesting stuff. We've actually got some uh, some pretty good stuff on deck tonight. So, uh, if, if you're new to this entire entire dealio, let me explain. Let me let me back up. Let me explain. It's important to explain. This show is live. It's Friday night. It is uh, May. Was it twenty twenty one? Second day. Twenty second. Thank you. May twenty second. So if you're listening and it's Friday night, this is a live show. So if you want to be part of the show, just uh, dial this phone number, 702-957-1037. That's the uh, that's the Las Vegas area code. If you're international or don't like long distance or can't do long distance, you can also join the Discord. It's a free chat client. It's a uh, voice client as well. And you can find the download and the server invite on troubledminds.org. So the phone number and the Discord link are both on troubledminds.org. That's the official website. And one more time, 702-957-1037. We don't screen calls. We talk about whatever you know like uh this is like i said I, I always was dreamed of making a show like this and kind of making it the people's show you know like i said you guys are always welcome to uh to, to be on the show for whatever you want to talk about if you want to be on for a, a big chunk of the show the whole show just one segment you have information you want to get out whatever the invite is always there so i just want to make that make that clear sean sent me a message early this morning was like what's up what are we doing today and so we we did something it's as simple as that right like this is not have a ufo blog like i said you don't have to be linda bolton how to be on this show we we just uh we nope. get we get together and we talk about things and uh, we're just everyday people so that's what it's all about one more time so and we are streaming on um, all kinds of things we're streaming on uh, YouTube and Facebook and we're streaming on Twitter through Periscope we're streaming on D Live streaming on Twitch you name it right and uh, reading chat in most of those places so if you want to chat during uh, we encourage you to chat and join it join the discussion but if you have to be on the show sometimes we can't read all the chat so just uh. Just uh, call the phone number one more time, 702-957-1037. I'm going to read it fast from here on out because you guys know where to find it, troubleminds.org. And uh, you can click the Discord link, and that's also on the website there as well. Whew, that's a mouthful. I'm going to drink some beer. Anything to add to that, <laughs> Sean, as we, as we keep on rolling? Uh, 
No, I actually uh, just wanted to let people say that, you know, or I wanted to say, uh, you know, with everyone that's out there that's listening, that phones in, that comes in through Discord, you all have actually really good information. And, you know, it, it's nice to pool everything together and then, you know, kind of sift through it and see where the commonalities are. You know, just because one person may have good information and maybe on a tangent, it doesn't mean that someone else out there is, you know, doesn't have the same kind of tangent, but maybe they have more information than you do. So that's why we're here. We, we like to share our information, pull everything together, sort it all out and, you know, see what makes sense. And if we go off on a tangent, we go off on a tangent. Exactly. We got, we definitely have time for you. So that's the thing, right? Uh, we, we, uh, tons of the information we prepare ends up on the cutting room floor anyway. So if we have to chop a little more out, cause you got something to say, we're here for that. So definitely, definitely. Okay. So before I, before I forget, we're going to do a shout out. So if you want to shout out, just type in the chat where you're listening from, just your, your first name's fine. And, uh, or I'll read your, your user handle or whatever, but then just your, uh, your city, your city or your country, whatever. Like I don't want your address. Just, you know, like say Mike from Las Vegas. And then I'll shout you out. Type in the chat. We'll sh- shout you out in just a sec. But before I forget, um, I got a couple birthdays again, right? So this is what happens when you're, you're a Facebook Ooh. friend of mine. You got, uh, you got, you got, uh, yeah. So, so find Michael Strange on Facebook. Add me as a friend. Say you heard the show and I'll add you. And guess what? I'll get notified when it's your birthday. And when it's your birthday, I'll shout you out on the show. And we got a couple. We got Todd, the original OG Todd. Evil Todd. Happy birthday, buddy. I don't know if you're out there tonight. Uh, he doesn't listen so much anymore because, uh, well, I think uh, he, he, he He's on Facebook tonight. Is he? Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, no, yeah, no, no the other there. Todd. The other Todd. The other Todd. Other Todd. Todd F, mm. not Todd D. Todd F. Oh. Happy birthday, Todd F. Uh, so there's one. And I think, uh, I, I'm not sure if uh, Gregory's here tonight as well, but uh, happy birthday to Gregory as well uh, within the last couple, couple three days. So we can't, uh, can't get them all at the same time, but belated if I missed you, but there we go. If you want a birthday shout out in the, in the future here, just uh, add me on Facebook, Michael Strange. And uh, I'm sure if you search for Michael Strange radio host, you'll get me. I don't know that there's any more than that. Okay, there we go. Enough rambling, enough whatever. Oh, yeah, and I know exactly who this is. This is Larry from Oklahoma. What's going on, my man? How are you, and what's on your mind tonight? Doing good. How are you holding up? Pretty good. Pretty good. Do you? Can you hear him, Sean? Uh, no, I can't. Okay, I'm going to click the button. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Larry. Go right ahead, sir. Um, okay. So... Do you think that whenever our stock market started going down, what happened could have been all of, well, obviously the people who knew it was going to tank got their money out early. They took their money and invested it into China's stock market once they opened up. Now all of our power and influence that was here, all of, all of the gold and silver physical is moved over to China. They took and bought up our companies. That's why our stock market started climbing, even though we're pretty much shut down and there's 30% unemployment. And um, instead of invading us, they bought and owned us. Right. So uh, are you saying this was uh, some sort of um, subtle engineered takeover with a biological weapon? Is that what you're implying? Is that kind of what you're saying here? I, I think 
I think what happened was whenever we got in a trade war with them, we were so far in debt with them that we didn't have any ground to stand on because they don't really get anything from us, but we get everything from them. So whenever we got into the trade war, we also already had trillions of dollars in debt because we took a loan from them. And our economy is so far in debt that our money isn't worth anything outside of this country because we have nothing backing our money. Yeah. Um, so, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Whenever we got in that trade war, they were like, okay, well, we'll shut you down. And I think they had the power and influence to do it. And then the people that were here with the money, obviously they took their money out because China offered them some kind of deal that swayed them that way to swayed them towards their economy and not ours. And then after that, they bought up pretty much every bit of stock here. And that's why small businesses are shutting down and corporations are still open. Yeah. So, so there's definitely for the conspiratorial mind, there's definitely a lot here to chew on, isn't there? So, I mean, uh, even before yeah. all this happened, uh, like China, it's been well known that they've got that silk and or it's called, sorry, it's called Belt and Road Initiative. I think that's what it's called. And so they've kind of been buying up um, uh, private sector stuff all over the world, right? Like I know it's been a thing in uh, Canada specifically where they're buying up a bunch of land in Canada. Uh, I, I do know they own uh, both sides of the, uh, I believe it's the Suez, is it not Suez, it's the Panama Canal, I think. Like these are the types of things, uh, both sides oh, wow. of the ports there. Like these are the types of things they're doing. It's like an actual uh, country initiative where they're trying to um, kind of privatize and move into these countries and take take over big chunks of, chunks of things. And so when you do, right, it, let's say that uh, they they're able to do this for the next fifty years, right? And and it's a, they're you know they're paying market prices for things, and, and but it's a it's the kind of the government, their government, the CCP, and uh, their private industry, which of course is controlled by the CCP. If you don't play play ball with the uh, communist party there, then you're, you're not in business, right? So you you basically do what you're told, or they'll put you out of business, right? It, it's simple as that. So Very so they're, they're they've kind of combined their government and their private their their private sector and they're they're really kind of encroaching on the rest of the world and so what what the uh what the end game of that is you know your guess is as good as mine but it's definitely this was a thing that was happening long before this covid was even a thing before covid was a twinkle exactly. on the, the in the wuhan lab's eye <laughs> but uh <laughs> it happened as soon as our country it, it happened as soon as our country went from a positive income to a negative yeah so again like i said it happened yeah, lots of, lots of timing here. Lots of, lots of weird timing. And again, right? So like, uh, uh, I don't know. Like we we could make a case about destroying the middle class. So with uh with the rest of this stuff, I mean, we could make a case for the bi- biological warfare. I don't know. Like it's 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 kind of been we we've talked about all this a lot. But I think the layers you're kind of sticking to this, um, maybe right. So I guess the question I would ask is is if if um if this is a situation. And uh, do you think it was engineered then, or do you think this was like an accident that uh, they're taking advantage of, right? Because there's always there's always both angles. Because you know, like a like what's his name, Saul Alinsky, he said, right, uh, attributed to Hillary Clinton mostly, but she did, she didn't she didn't say it initially. She read it in a book, but uh, you know, never let a crisis go to waste, right? So so do you think that, that maybe uh, the timing was um, fortuitous for China, and they uh, you know they were kind of uh, in, in the middle of the trade war, and they took advantage of it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, again, I guess it depends, I, right? It depends on what you believe. 
I think that they had enough influence in our government to where they just took the people that are actually pretty much double agents and told them, I, I, I don't, to force the narrative of a disease to lock down the country until, see, because like when they keep on pushing back the dates, the reason why they're not doing large swaths of time is it's a wolf sneaking up in sheep's clothing to the herd. And each step is the date pushed back until that wolf is right up on the pack and then they uncloak it and then it's too late. Yeah, exactly. That's that, that like a Admiral Akbar in Star Wars. It's a trap, right? It's a trap. It's too late. You're already there. You're stuck. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah. so, so maybe, yeah, maybe, Again, like I said, I don't like as to the motive or as to the uh, the actual like thing that triggered this. Was it an accident that started it? I I would think that. Oh, just think of it in terms of this. Let's let's say let's let's give the uh, the mainstream narrative a a just a uh, a little bit of credence here and say that all right, this was an accident. It was uh it was from a from a wet market in China. Um, is it conceivable that China would um, after they realized what was happening and the cat was out of the bag? Would they uh, would they take some uh you know some steps to kind of position themselves better based on the crisis you know I I think that's definitely the case yeah. I think the, uh, the the motive comes into play and then whether it was engineered and all this other stuff like again there's there's tons of information that that really talks about both both angles of this and like I said you're you're putting layers on here that uh, I don't know man I don't know like a, a beyond speculation for me I I just don't know you know it's one of those situations where you kind of, kind of got to shrug and go. I, I know. You know, <laughs> maybe <laughs> let's hey, let's say maybe uh, this Definitely is one maybe. thing before I before I leave but, well I'd uh, actually like to like to throw something in here with the okay. uh, Chinese companies and stuff like that and China itself were actually buying up uh, oil derricks and stuff like that here in Canada and making mm. it more um, under their kind of rule yeah. Testing. You there? Y'all there? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. Okay, okay. Yeah, oh, go ahead. We, we, <laughs> thought, we thought you we thought you disconnected. All right, so okay, so, no, they no, are. <laughs> so they're doing what I said. They're, they're doing pretty much what I said, that Belt and Road Initiative, right? So they're buying the hell out of things up there. So, I mean, so, so again, do you think it's a... So from, from the Canadian perspective, do you think this is an accident? Or do you think that they're just... Uh, maybe this was engineered and this was planned all along? What's your take on that? I think, I think that whenever they I, got, oh, I think in sorry. the respect of it being engineered and stuff like that, I, I can see it because of the fact that we have so many natural uh, resources and minerals that they're just buying it up on like dimes on the dozen. Okay, and I, yeah. I I've heard this before. With it, like I said, I know I know it because I know plenty of Canadians, and they, I've been told that the the media up there doesn't report it either. Like they they turn the blind eye because China's paying premium prices for for these places, you know. So they're just gobbling up the Chinese money. So so yeah. Anyway. Well, and it also kind of well, comes back to that uh, little video that I once watched, where uh, China had con- total control over the U.S. And they bought everything at such cheap prices, and therefore they took over and enforced the policies. 
Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead, Larry. Exactly. Sorry, man. I've been talking too much. Go ahead. This is, this is your call. <laughs> Go for it. When, when they, when they tanked our, our economy, they didn't have to buy our businesses and stuff at top dollar. When they tanked it, they could buy it at a surplus. And yeah, they've been making in- incremental steps that pretty much taken this entire continent. I mean, yeah. they, they don't want just North America. They don't want just the United States. They want it all. Yeah. And I mean, they've taken the appropriate steps and we're sneaky enough about it. At least we didn't know about it, but maybe our leaders did. Yeah, they, they and, get intelligence briefings constantly. If they didn't, they're stupid. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They were probably in on it, man. Yeah. I, there you go. There you go. Uh, I'm not willing to go there personally, but, but uh, <laughs> I, I hate to think. That we're, I know. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's weird that uh, you get we got to kind of juggle this information because you know we get we get limited info from the media is a lot of propaganda, a lot of spin. And so as a result, we're just trying, we're, we're kind of guessing in the dark here. Like, like even the information we get is just bad information. So yeah, it, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, you know, hey, us. We'll, we'll keep an eye on China. It's what we do. Look at the, look at the sky changing yesterday in China at 3 PM to pitch black. Okay. Okay. That's something I want to check the out. Spiritual side of it for you. Okay. A little so, sign of the end times at the end of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Pastor Larry, that's a, the, the, our first officially ordained minister, Pastor Larry from Oklahoma, <laughs> ordained by me, which again, no qualification for, but I do it anyway, because he, he always oh, reading the Bible and stuff. Okay. Perfect, man. I appreciate the call. I have, I didn't hear about, uh, about the, the black sky in China, but I will definitely look into that. Uh, I appreciate the call. Yeah. Good to have you back, Larry. Thank you very much. Um, and sorry about that. I hung up on you before you said bye. Go, uh, but go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Any take on that real quick? And we're going to keep on moving here. Thanks for the call, Larry. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with what he was saying that, you know, there are so many different layers. And with China trying to expand and everyone's shipping all the business to them, it's like, well, may as well just open up the door for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Robert on, on the Facebook says uh, they've canceled the running of the bulls. When will this end? <laughs> and they, if, they, if they've canceled that, I tell you what, it, it must be the end times. Another good question here from Robert. He says, if restaurants require face masks, how do their customers eat with them on? <laughs> there you go. Oh, there's a little hole. <laughs> you, you, you just you just uh, you just open up a whole new niche there, Robert. The uh, with the, uh, the 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 face mask that attaches to your mouth, so you can open the open the hole, open the pie hole, and stick, stick the pie in the in the hole. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, all right. Now we got another call coming in. We're going to take this in a sec. But uh, all right. So so again, uh, we're we're talking about. So we're going to get to. Um, we're going to talk about news tonight, guys. But if if you guys, we have another call coming in right now. We're going to take. Again, we have time for you. So if we if we uh, if, if you guys call and uh, you you bump stuff off off the docket tonight, that's fine because we're here for you. We're here to do this together and uh, to to get these ideas and and to be respectful to talk to each other and we can agree or disagree or toss out conspiracies or not. You know, it doesn't matter. Be cool to each other and uh, we, we keep the vibes up, the energy, the frequencies, whatever you want to call it. The prayers for everybody, all that good stuff, right? We've always been in positive on this show about positive vibes and all that. So let's do that. And uh, share the ideas, and we'll just keep taking the calls. If you guys keep calling, we'll just keep taking them. So here we go. Phone call number two, and then we'll uh, we'll keep on trucking. 
What's up? I know this one too. You Joe, Joe, Joe from Florida. You're on uh, Trouble Minds with Mike and Sean. What's happening, my man? What's on your mind tonight? Those fucking sneaky red star bastards <laughs> over there buying everything. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, all right, all right. I, yeah, I just said red star, man. All right, all right, I just right. say it's politically, it's the party, brother. All right, it's the party. All right. But the previous caller has a good point. However, at some point, we are still the consumers, and the Chinese are still the producers. However, in recent years with their controlled economy, a lot of Chinese have turned into middle class. They want one or two cars in the garage like we did in the 50s. They are buying stuff up. I know we had property in New Mexico, and I remember in the 80s, um, my dad was getting offers from the Japanese. Being a kid in the 80s, everybody got worried because the Japanese were buying everything. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details when the way the dollar went up and down. So maybe what might happen is, and there's truth to it, the Chinese are trying to spend their money and their influence all around the world. Not a lot of people, not a lot of people like them. And really, let's face it, the money they're spending is our money or our debt, whatever they're buying or financing. But I don't think they're putting factories up anywhere unless they're putting them up in Africa so they can become the consumers and the Africans can become the producers. You know, again, you go back to that little book, The Communist Manifesto. For all that to work, for better or for worse, every worker in the world has to get pissed off at their party or at their government. Is that happening now? There is a lot of unrest. To an extent, maybe yes. We could say that there's truth to that. What do I maybe see happening if our money tanked? I might see that the Russians and the Chinese, or just the Chinese, make their own money. Case in point or an example of that would be their euro. We've had that happen. The European bloc or the euro. Granted, England is trying to pull out. But maybe the Chinese get a bunch of member nations that maybe aren't 
tied to the Federal Reserve or any banks, whether you want to believe in that Rothschild banking theory or the creature from, Bre uh, from Jekyll Island or any of that, but maybe there ends up being trading blocks of money. And maybe we do have a hard time getting goods from the Chinese because they're going to find other countries that are going to cycle their money back and they're going to be able to sell to them. When it comes to national assets in this country, you know, and we could get into work of co-ops and socialism and you got our Canadian friend there, maybe he could give us an eye on that, but in the end, Wall Street has no loyalty. And when we can be the largest oil producers amongst ourselves in our own continent, why the fuck do we let private companies sell it abroad? And then why do we let the Russians and the Saudis have an oil war and tank <laughs> our jobs in North Dakota? Wait, wait. I'm, why do we I'm, let that happen? I'm going I'm to have to just pump the brakes real quick because you could continue that. Why do we, why do we, why, you, you could do that for five hours straight. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, you could. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think that's the thing, right? Like everything's so intertwined and complicated at this point. It's um, yeah, like, you, there's definitely a source. This, this happened at a particular point for, for a particular time, but there's like 10 million things going on at the same time. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, you know me, we're here asking questions. I don't have answers, but uh, it definitely, it, it bothers me. It definitely bothers me enough to make a radio show. How about that? <laughs> it definitely well, you know, and here's, here's a couple of quick examples. You know, this is going to go back to crazy, crazy conspiracy theory. They were spending money in Arecibo in Puerto Rico and fucking tornado goes right through there. Right. Uh, Cuba, you know, when they opened up Cuba and, it was on this very show. When you had those mysterious signals that were causing pain to the diplomats, that probably wasn't the Russians. It was the fucking Chinese because they're all over. They're in Central America. They're here, they're there. Where we cannot be, and let's face it, where our sphere of influence cannot afford to be anymore, the keywords being afford, okay, they are coming in. They are coming in. And there's starting to be uprisings on, you know, on the island of Hong Kong, you know, again, let's see if that's going to flare up. The Spratly Islands, they put, they're starting to land fighter jets there. You know, I was, I'm eyeing that. I'm like, you know what? You get a couple of Moabs, drop it on that island and take it out. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we have to hope that everybody, we have to hope that everybody steps away. Before I leave you guys, by the way, how do we feel about it as a country? Having 70-year-olds run for leadership. How do we feel about that? How do we feel about the current guy being over 70 <laughs> and the other asshole being 77? How the fuck do we feel about that? How do we feel about them driving a fucking car right now on the interstate? I mean, if you can't even feel comfortable with that, would you really feel comfortable with those assets steering the country? Look what we've gotten. And any one of us here listening to this show could do a better job. Good night. I got to give to you, Joe. Always saying the things I'm thinking. You're the man. Joe from Florida. Thank you. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs> God bless. Prayers, frequencies, vibrations, man. Uh, thanks for the call. You're the best. That's Joe, that's Joe from uh, Florida, our resident funeral director. So, again, part of the invisible process that happens. People pass away, and uh, you think they just disappear? Nope. There's people people doing that, too. <laughs> that's Joe out there in Florida. So stay safe, my man. I know you're kind of on the front lines with this uh, this pandemic and all the rest of that. Okay, so uh, I know you heard some of that, Sean. So you're not hearing them on the phone now? 
I, I thought I maybe I fixed no, it. Uh, no? No. Okay, okay. You got a take on that while we're uh, while we're waiting to move on to the next thing here? Uh, with uh, the the two guys being over seventy. <laughs> sure. Wanted let's, to run the sure. country. Let's take that. Let's take that. Uh, I think that's a bad <laughs> idea. They've already got one foot in the grave. So why are why are we giving them the keys to the kingdom just to screw things up? And then they die, and then we're left going, "What the hell?" Yeah, I, and and not only that, I think that uh, it, it it seems it's it, it seems arbitrary and unnecessary to like maybe like an, make an age limit, you know, for running for office. But but at some point, like you look at Congress and you're like, "Up, oh, yep, seventy seven. 81, 78, 83, 85. <laughs> like, wow, this guy's been, well, this guy's been in, in politics longer than I've been alive. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it has to do with the, the whole uh, Illuminati and virgin blood and keeping them alive and everything else like that. Well, I'll believe that when they're like 150. I'm not going to believe that till I see like people in Congress since like, you know, 1910. If that's the case, then okay. But you know what I mean? 88, I can buy 77 or 80. I, I can't buy 150. So, so, so. Well, that's so, where they move from the Senate to the deep state. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. So you just, you just uh, become an unelected official. I guess that's, exactly. that's the whole point, right? So once you're an elected official, you just do do your time, do what you're supposed to do, and then you take the payoffs afterward. <laughs> so, so, so there's exactly. yeah, and, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I I, I mean, I, I think I think Joe had a great point, and I think probably everybody's on board with that. That at some point you 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 don't trust these people driving cars. They shouldn't have the nuclear codes, guys, because <laughs> they're gonna forget them when it matters the most. <laughs> oh, especially especially Biden. <laughs> he looks like he's whoa, going whoa, through whoa. Alzheimer's. We don't, we don't pick sides here. We don't pick sides here. We don't pick sides here. I'm not picking sides. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess the truth is the truth. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, well, Trump probably can't tie his shoes, so we're we're probably there. We're, we're, we're probably we'll just we're, we'll he's got even the it out. Yeah, we'll even it out. Okay. All right. So there we go. So uh, definitely good stuff. Um, we got another call. We're going to take this. Uh, like I said, we got time for you. We got time for you. If we're having a good time just uh, taking phone calls and kicking it, yeah, yeah, we're going to get uh, some other news and some other stuff. But So what we have on deck, if you guys are just joining us tonight, we're going to talk about the uh, the parallel universe that the scientists have supposedly found that uh, that's uh, you know dimensional. It's kind of in, shares the same space as us, but time runs backwards, and physics somehow in this dimension run backwards. So we'll get to that eventually at some point, but we're going to just keep taking phone calls. Sometimes you just keep taking phone calls, so let's do it. Let's do it. What's up? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Sean. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Mike from Pennsylvania. Mike from Pennsylvania. What's happening, my man? What's on your mind tonight? How are you? Not not much. I was just hearing some other callers talk about, you know, deep state stuff and, uh, you know, COVID. I I hear a lot of people on the Internet, they get upset at different parties. I hear a lot about QAnon. I mean, that's probably what I hear the most of. Uh, and you know, I got a working theory and I'm sure a lot of people have a working theory that that whole QAnon thing and is a total deep state limited hangout. That's just been around and it works so well. I mean, am I the only one who doesn't see that? No, I I don't think, I I don't think so. No, No, it's a, like, like to me, my take, if you want my take, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's frightening. It's some, some of the things these people say, 
Um, again, completely un- uncorroborated. We have anonymous sources, which is my biggest red flag ever. If you have anonymous sources, you should really be questioning what the hell's going on, right? Because when, think about it this way. And I'm not saying that QAnon CIA, but if the CIA were to do some sort of psyop or information op like this, wouldn't they run it through like a quote anonymous source type of thing? I mean, it would be like like Playbook 101 if they were trying to like disinformation type stuff, you know? I mean, we haven't yeah. talked about it. I, I know there's a lot of people that are really into QAnon, so I, I try real hard not to not to shit on it. But uh, and I did. I, I waited a foul of them on Twitter, and they shit on me, right? Because I because I said wait. Do you guys really believe this? And then, bam, they came down. But uh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you, you tell me what you think no, you called. Well, I mean, to say, to say something is a limited hangout, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. You know, I'm not saying QAnon doesn't get stuff right. I, I'll even tell you, I was on the QAnon bandwagon for a while. And I believed, you know, a few of the things because there is some convincing truth in there. Uh, and I think as Rick Doty had said once, you know, some of this intel stuff they put out, 80% lies. 20% truth. So I think, you know, people see the truth in it and they hold on to it. Just like the UFO community, you know, we get the same bullshit. The Q, if you look at the QAnon community and the UFO community, there's a lot of crossover, um, but it's the same boilerplate strategy of <laughs> 80% BS, 20% true. Um, and that's how, and, and what is the deep state too is another thing. I mean, just because we talk about the CIA you know, I think it, this whole system has gotten to a point where it it, it is it's not the the deep state is corporate interests. The CIA runs a front, but they don't I, they can't touch what's under the hood. You know what I mean? They just have to function the way they function, and it's been the wall has been built up so high they can't get over. No one can see it. No one can really get a good look at what the deep state is over the wall they've built up in front of the front that is the federal government. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. And so, and not only that, it ends up, it end, like we, we can't even, like, if you tried to, like, uh, even take, like, FOIA documents, for example, and trying to dissect exactly who is what you would term the deep state, it's probably so fragmented at this point, so huge, like, larger than, uh, I, don't, I don't know, like, the most grotesque Leviathan bureaucracy you, you would ever imagine. Imagine the power plays that go on. Imagine, like, the nepotism. Imagine, like, there's, there's an unbelievable amount of things that are probably happening behind all the curtains, and there's a million curtains we're talking about here, not just a few. There's not one Wizard of Oz. There's, like, a, there's like a million. And this is, the, this is the deep state. So literally trying to figure out who they are, what they're doing, and, and when and where and why, for, for people like us that don't have inside information, <laughs> it's a fool's errand at, at, at at best, there's there's just no way. It's impossible, and so we're still paying taxes into this crew. We're you know we're still supposedly you know as as Americans or you know worldwide citizens. Even if you're not from here, we're still paying taxes into this system, and they, they don't tell us anything. You know, it, again, it pisses me off. Again, transparency, like that's one of my uh, my big buttons, big hot buttons. It just it enrages me. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm talking don't too mess much. With at your the point. transparency button. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Can you hear? Him? Can you hear him there, Mike? Uh, yeah, I can't. Nope, I can't hear. Uh, I can't hear him through Discord, but I've been listening through uh, YouTube. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry about that. My uh, my audio is not. Perfect. No, no, it's all good. Okay, okay. So, uh, so Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, no, I agree with the eighty percent uh, BS and the twenty percent truth because that's what they want people to latch onto. They want them to have that false hope and just you know keep the machine going. 
right? But also with this deep state, there's always the great grand poobas. Yeah, definitely. Trying definitely. To, trying, trying to get to them is damn near impossible. Yeah, it, absolutely. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Like I said, your your call. Go ahead, my man. Well, yeah, and I think so. In, is is the deep state really this this big, you know, multifaceted conglomerate, or is it is there? It's it's just I think a bunch of smart people who knew that had predecessors who put the pieces in the right places to make sure that whoever stepped into their shoes next could run this seamlessly. And I, and I think Catherine Austin Fitz had a great theory that they've been skimming off the federal budget for years. They operate a pretty tight ship. That's what I think. I think this is a pretty conservative operation rather than a pretty expansive one. And I think that's just personnel wise. I think they are flush with cash, but they've been skimming it off the federal budget and they put it in these offshore accounts. And I'm sure they accrue ridiculous interest. And that's what they operate off of. I think they make, it's like, I know that Sun Tzu says, make yourself bigger than you are. I think they want to give you this illusion that they're everywhere at once. But I think they probably hone in on a core focus of few things. Yeah, that makes sense but to me. Yeah, and, so. and so, yeah, yeah. So Sun, Sun Tzu. I'm you're, a hot you're, boss, you're, guys. I'll take okay. I, 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 I appreciate the call. Thanks, Mike. Mike from Pennsylvania, yeah. you're the best. Thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, okay. Sun Tzu said, uh, when you were weak, appear strong. And when you're strong, appear weak. So yeah, that, definitely. That, you're, you're speaking my language there. So, so no, okay. But so you think so? So what Mike was saying there is that uh, that there's 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 few people in control of this, uh, but that but it's a well regimented organization that uh, it's been around for a very long time, like the old guard, I guess, is what we would, we'd say here. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, us trying to figure it out who who these players are, like there's so it's literally like that uh, that that council on the X Files, right, where you get the that that group of people sitting around in that dark room with the the expensive furniture and smoking expensive cigars, <laughs> drinking whiskey, <laughs> right? It's like that, right? Go ahead, Sean. Oh, I know you exactly. got stuff to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's it's just one of those things where you know, you think that you have the 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 one pooba, but it actually ends up being somebody else who seems like a clerk. Yeah, like like a, 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 not it's certainly not an elected official. That's for sure. I mean, not that they're any better, but. <laughs> You're, we're probably better off with like the the, the, the X Files guy, the smoking man, running running the joint. <laughs> okay, at least they're honest about being dishonest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, okay, okay. Anyway, so there we go, there we go. I appreciate the calls, guys. Uh, tons of good information. Um, and like I said, we, we do this live for that reason. We want to hear what you have to think. And uh, 702-957-1037, Las Vegas area code. You can click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. You can find both the phone number and the Discord. And uh, there we go. There we go. All right. So uh, so I had a, I had a nice little um, sub-narrative set up that was kind of a little bit political. So we did some of that. So we'll just skip that. We'll just skip that entirely. I was going to talk skip about politics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little, it's a little bit heavy with that already. You know, but it is. It is what it is, right? Like you can't, even if you're talking about UFOs, right, you have to about you have to talk about politics because it's it's intertwined. You have to, right? If you want to talk about conspiracy, you have to talk about politics because it's intertwined. Like they're they're attached at the hip. So again, forgive us for a little bit of that, guys. It's okay. We're gonna get past it. We're gonna get. Don't worry. We're gonna get to the good shit tonight. <laughs> Trust us. Exactly. For 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 the folks that know and hang around for the whole show, you know we we eventually 
get to the really, really good shit, which is the scratch your head and wonder, what am I doing here? What the hell? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if you're if you're here in the, the last 10 minutes of the third hour, you know exactly what I mean. Okay. So, uh, all right. So uh, let's uh, let's do let's do a little bit of regular news then, and then we'll jump into the topic tonight. So again, the topic. A couple more shout outs real quick. Uh, we got Bindi. Thanks for showing up. We got uh, Penny on YouTube. Thanks for being here. We got uh, hate, hated of all nations. Thanks for coming tonight. We got Albert Chicago deep dish pizza. Share, please share. Oh, you had me at pizza. Uh, all right. Who else do we got? We got uh, I think Larry's good. We, we got, got uh, we got Jeff Ingram on Facebook. There you go. First names. First names. We don't want to implicate anybody. Get him on the list. Sorry. Sorry. Jeff Sorry. on Bye. Facebook. Bye, Jeff. Thanks for showing up, Jeff. Okay, so uh, all right, and then uh, let's see, Kurt, we're we're good here. All right, there we go. Let's uh, all right, let's do some news real quick, and then we'll we'll get to the the topic at hand tonight, which is going to be the, that parallel universe, right? The scientists have said, and I say, and I say that term, the quote, the scientists, right? Unquote. <laughs> we're we're going to get to that. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. But so, so these this group of scientists have said there's a parallel universe where time runs backwards and the, our laws of physics are reverse okay so we're gonna get to that that's the topic tonight let's get to this upside down <laughs> the upside down and backwards uh, the geez. literal upside down the literal upside down let's play this video so i got a video here that's uh oh shit i had audio clips did i play these oh no no that's for later okay no. i was like damn I, we, we skipped over my audio clips okay no we got this so this is a this is from a, a youtube video this is nasa discovers the parallel universe and this is one of those crappy videos where they have like that that robot voice so forgive me i couldn't find a good one because i couldn't see find anybody talking about this particular article that wasn't just like a, a rip of an article in like robot voice style so anyway forgive me here we go now i'll read some of this after the fact too so you guys don't have to uh put up with this crap constantly trust me trust me here we go so let's play this nasa discovers parallel universe and uh where time runs backwards let's play this and see what's up the national aeronautics and space administration is an independent agency of the united states federal government it is responsible for the civilian space program as well as aeronautics and space research on May 20, 2020, in a scientific discovery that may seem right out of sci-fi plot hole, NASA has detected evidence of a parallel universe in Antarctica where time moves backwards and the rules of physics are opposite to ours. Although the concept of a parallel universe has been there since the late 90s, with the existence of a multiverse being much debated, this is a new revelation. NASA scientists have reportedly discovered evidence of a parallel universe, where the rules of the standard model of physics do not apply, while carrying out an experiment in Antarctica. The researchers used NASA's Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna ANITA, a radio detector that is mounted on a balloon, that can identify cosmic ray air showers in the cold, dry air above Antarctica, where there is little or no radio noise to distort its findings. Experts now believe these particles may be moving backwards in time that indicates there is a parallel universe just close to ours. But in this universe, the standard rules and laws of physics operate in reverse. The finding implies that these particles are actually traveling backward in time, suggesting evidence of a parallel universe. Principal Anita investigator Peter Gorham suggested that the only way the particles could have behaved that way is, if it changed into a different type of particle before passing through the Earth and then back again. Describing the odd phenomenon, he noted that his fellow researchers were skeptical about many of such impossible events. According to the scientists, what qualifies as the simplest explanation to this is the Big Bang that happened 13.8 billion years ago. 
That led to the formation of two universes, ours and one that, from our perspective is running in reverse with time going backward. Let's wait to hear more from NASA. If you liked our video, please. Okay, or let's not wait to hear more from NASA. If you liked the video, I linked it and you guys can watch it again and again and again. And again, if you really liked it, if you if you really hate that robot voice, then don't. But I didn't like it. You guys can check it out. All right. So here we go. This is reported by now. OK, now there's a source for this. Like the, the funny part is it, it's weird how this stuff kind of happens. Right. It's a uh, this this comes out and they it, like if you guys have been watching the news at all, like I, I watch the news as a part time job here. And uh, the, these things always have a source. Right. Like there's always some sort of scientific paper that comes out. And then some, some member of the press gets a hold of it and then uh, halfway, half ass represents it <laughs> to get clicks and add, add clicks. And, and this is this is this is the world we live in. So th- there is a source the here. Yeah, more clickbait. So there's a source here. OK. And so we've talked about this in the past, actually, that that Anita thing. So here we go. Before I'll read some of that as we go. I've got like 20 articles here. That are all talking about this. Uh, the, the spotted we again. This is the source. New scientist. We may have spotted a parallel universe going backwards in time. Okay, and now new scientist notably is a paywalled thing. So if you look down here, like you can read it, you get like one one or two paragraphs. I've done this before, and just kind of read the the top, but then you end up at a, stuck at a paywall, right? I'm not paying these guys for this. Sorry, it, you know, if you want to be transparent, well, why should you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why should I? If you want to be transparent, pick up the phone and you call me. And I'll put you on the phone. Exactly. I'm not going to charge you. <laughs> like you just call me. If, if you want the information out there, you put the information out there. But, you know, I mean, this well, is how academia works. 73% right now. Yeah, yeah, right? And this is how <laughs> academia works. So, so newscientist.com. And so, again, paywalled. Okay. And then so you can see the actual paper right here. I'm going to link this if you guys are, uh, if anybody's brave enough to actually um, just uh, smash the. Uh, the 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 pay the pay button and get in here and read it uh this is the paper itself okay it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. So you can't get it. You have to buy access to it. This is from ScienceDirect.com, and this is the actual source. Okay, so I, I looked into it, and I couldn't find like an actual, um, you know, pirate copy because you know that's what responsible people do when they, when they don't want to. When they don't want to, I mean, I mean, did I say responsible? I meant, irre, I meant irresponsible. Is what I meant, which is why I didn't do it. It's why I don't do it on the on the show here. Pull pull it up pirate versions. But so there you go. There's there's the uh, the actual. Uh, the source for this, okay? So this this is this is based in science. Now, let me read from the actual source here. This is newscientist.com. And here here we go. Right off the paper. It says at least the uh the 
the preamble to the paper. In the Antarctic, things happen at a glacial pace. Just ask Peter Gorham. For a month at a time, he and his colleagues would watch a giant balloon carrying a collection of antennas float high above the ice, scanning over a million square kilometers of the frozen landscape for evidence of high-energy particles arriving from space. When the experiment returned to the ground after its first flight, it had nothing to show for itself, bar the odd flash of background noise. It was the same story after the second flight more than a year later, okay? So this is actually goes back several years, right? This, this particular experiment. But for some reason, like, this thing is just assaulting the news cycle in the last two or three days. Okay, that's me. The article continues. While the balloon was in the sky for the third time, the researchers decided to go over the past data again, particularly those signals dismissed, dismissed as noise. It was lucky they did. Examined more carefully, one signal seemed to be the signature of a high-energy particle, but it wasn't what they were looking for. Moreover, it seemed impossible. Rather than bearing down from above, this particle was exploding out of the ground, which we've talked about in the past, right? I said that uh, we have uh, particles uh, like actually coming from, from inside the middle of the Earth somehow. And you expect them to come from outside space. They're coming from inside the Earth, okay? They measure these things. Okay. They're coming from everywhere. Well, they're coming from everywhere. But in particular, they found them traveling from the middle of the Earth here, basically, okay? All right, so th- this continues real fast. That strange finding was made in 2016. Since then, all sorts of suggestions rooted in, no- in known physics have been put forward to account for the perplexing signal, and all have been ruled out. What's left is shocking in its implications. Explaining this signal requires the existence of a topsy-turvy universe created in the same Big Bang as our own and existing in parallel with it. In this mirror world, positive is negative, left is right, and time runs backwards. It is perhaps the most mind-melting idea ever to dun, dun, dun. subscribe now. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe now. But okay, again, right? You know, like God bless them; they're out there doing doing work and uh, all the rest of this. So you know, you can't be too mad that they want you to buy their stuff. You know, so that's fine. That's fine. But that, this is the source. This is where this came from. Okay, this was at April eighth, twenty twenty, and then uh, there's there's from newscientist.com and the actual Science Direct. I link both of those. You guys want to check them out or do a little digging, wink, wink, and find the non-paywalled version, the unofficial version. You can you can do that. I'm giving you the source. So you guys can do that if if it's your thing. Okay, I don't encourage you to to dodge paywalls. By the way, just FYI, so I don't get sued. I do. Okay, no, don't, no, you don't. You don't want to get sued either. Okay, so here we go. So then, so then, of course, right? Okay, okay. So what do you think about that, Sean? Before we start, before we start, so now hearing that, that's straight from the paper. You heard the the, the creepy YouTube video talking about with the robot voice, uh, and then the actual paper. So what do you think? You th- you think this seems plausible? Or how's this sound right now? Well, in some respects, I think it could be uh, entirely plausible um, as for saying, like, how do they know exactly that, you know, this particle is going backwards? Like, how exactly did they come up with, you know, left is right, positive is negative, so on and so forth? To me, it just seems like they're kind of, I guess, reaching in a way. No, no, no. Okay, so Mike's Mike's got a great point here on on on, on uh, Facebook. He says the balloon little, literally didn't experience physics in reverse. It picked up on neutrinos or anti-neutrinos that shouldn't have been where they were, and that's true. That's true. Uh, actually, hold on. I've got I've got the actual thing pulled up here. Let me pull this up. This is from this is from Wikipedia. They're actually they're actually called tau neutrinos. So the tau neutrino or tauon neutrino is a subatomic elementary particle which has the symbol V. 
and no net electric charge. Together with the TAU Tau, it forms the third generation of leptons. Hence the name Tau Neutrino. Duh. Come on, guys. Its existence was immediately implied after the Tau particle was detected in a series of experiments between 1974 and 1977 by Martin Lewis Pearl with his colleagues at the SLAC-LBL group. The discovery of the the Tau Neutrino was was announced in uh, July 2000 by the Donut Collaboration, which is a direct observation of the now Tau. New new Tau. So anyway, there we go. I'm linking this. This That's from uh, the Ministry of Truth Wikipedia. So it, it is. It, it's neutrinos, right? And so they find these okay. things, um, and they're kind of uh, not coming from where they expect them. So that's how that's how they kind of decided there's something here because they couldn't explain this through the standard model of physics, right? And so as a result, oh, um, yeah. right? So so then once once it doesn't fit the standard models, you start to have to start thinking of non-standard models. And this is kind of where this came from. Okay, like I said, I linked the original sources, but then here we go. Here's where we start. Now we go to the Daily Mail. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, now I just learned a little bit more today. No, there we go. There we go. There we go. So, uh, so okay, here's the thing. So, all those chicks on the screen, I have to undo my ad block, guys, so to, to get to the Daily Mail. So, you'll forgive me. A sexy designer lingerie, lingerie sales. Okay, anyway, there we go. You see all the chicks. That's, that's how they get their subscribers. That, that's, that, exactly. That's how they get the subs. Okay, so here we go. This is from the Daily Mail, right? And this is not too long ago. This is like three days back. Let me see. This is actually May 19th, okay? What is that? How many days ago? That is uh, uh, three. Tuesday. That's Tuesday, yeah. So there we go. Three days ago. Okay, so yeah, three days ago. perfect. Is there a mirror universe? This is from the Daily Mail. Researchers in Antarctica observe mysterious particles that some argue is evidence of a parallel world formed at the Big Bang where time runs backward, okay? And this is kind of where this started. The Daily Mail gets a hold of something, they can make it viral because they're one of the largest uh, publications and internet internet dealios in the world, and that's what they do, right? They, they get clicks. They, they can get clicks. Okay, this continues. Scientists traveled to Antarctica looking for high-energy particles from space. Instead, they were surprised to find them coming from Earth. The team believed the unexpected behavior suggested a new kind of particle. Some explained the particle's strange behavior by suggesting it came from a mirror universe created at the same time as the Big Bang, where time flows backwards. <laughs> All right. So, so again, much of the information in here is, is not going to give us any new insight because this is just, right? Fluff. This is exactly uh, cut and repeat. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're they're rewriting what we read from the original new scientist there, right? Which which has a sensational headline. Okay, granted. Uh, However, this is the Daily Mail, so they're able to uh, do the thing. The particles were believed to be tau neutrinos, like I just said there, a type of slow-moving particle that has the capacity to temporarily transform into a high-energy particle called a tau lepton before returning to its low-energy state. So there you go. If you guys aren't into, uh, what would you call this? This is a this is a Physics? Obscure physics? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, or if you haven't <laughs> been been in uh, any t- sort of like higher education for 20, 30, 50 years like me, then uh, <laughs> then you then you uh, you know, like things change. And so you have to you have to you know, find out what a tau neutrino is yourself. <laughs> so there we go. But anyway, anyway, so okay, so you get the point, right? So the Daily Mail publishes this and then it just goes nuts. Like like search it, search it. Mirror universe. Google it. Duck, duck, go it, whatever. Search this thing, bang it, whatever you use, and look. And there's there's article like an unbelievable cascade of articles that came from these three sources that I just started with. New Scientist, okay, and then the actual paper itself, which is there, it's all paywalled. But then we got the Daily Mail. So I would assume the Daily Mail probably has a you know a 
subscription to that paywall. subscription. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? So so they can get this stuff. They can get the hot takes immediately, hot off the press, uh, and then throw it up there. And then they, they turn it viral. So, okay, anyway, a- any thoughts on this so far, Sean, before we, we keep on moving here? Um. Well, I think with the, like the Daily Mail, I seen that it actually had uh, 411 shares on Facebook there. You'd figure that, you know, Daily Mail, as big as it is, you know, they'd have a little bit more shares and stuff like that, but who knows? <laughs> but uh, I can explain that. I can explain that, but go ahead. <laughs> but anyways, uh, as for saying now with uh, someone like the Daily Mail picking it up and, uh, you know, saying, hey, you know, this is what scientists have found even though the article itself is, you know, it is older, but you know, I, I think it's just one of those things where in, in some respects, it's like, yeah, it's like, Hey, yeah, this is such a great discovery, but it didn't get really a lot of attention. So, you know what, let's give it to someone who's maybe a little bit bigger and, you know, make it explode from there. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's the thing. So, so we live in, we live in the world where, where it's all about clicks. It's all about ad clicks. It's all about, uh, uh, interactions. And you had a good point, actually. You had a re- really good point there saying that they only had, you know, this many shares for being, being one of the largest internet publications in the world. The daily mail only has, you know, a, a few hundred shares. Okay. Which I can explain, like I said, Facebook has like a voodoo algorithm that, it, that they eventually will delist you if you don't get enough interactions. Okay. So there's, so, so if they're basically spamming tons of shit that doesn't get clicks or interactions, and then finally they get one that does, their reach is limited because the rest of their shit hasn't got clicks and interactions. So anyway, just like, again, the world we live in, right? These weird algorithms where again, like are you telling me the daily mail doesn't make an unbelievable, absurd amount of money. Of course they do. Of course they oh, do. Yeah. Of course they do. But it's just like the national Enquirer. Like if I would honestly be shocked if they had that similar thing, but you know, it's like, Oh, you know, this is where Elvis came from kind of thing. You know, I'm pretty sure that, you know, they would get more than 411 shares on Facebook. Yeah, well, well, it depends. It just depends on how, how Facebook values their, their, their information and their data. And right. again, they're a tabloid, exactly. basically. They're, right? They're basically a tabloid. So they can't... Yeah. Anyway, like, like, basically, we're a tabloid. Like, this show's a tabloid, right? Basically. Because, because yeah. we, even though we, we, take, so we take their own sources, the media's own sources, and we talk about them, uh, we're still a tabloid because we're not like a... Uh, an official trusted source, right? We're not like a fact check type source. So it's true. I, I don't think they would allow us to be a fact checked. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, right? T- talk about living in the upside down. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No. no like, okay. How, how, can, how can you trust your own information? Like as a, you know, as a fact checker, a fact checker. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, it just yeah. becomes so convoluted because, you know, you're trying to take, you know, the information that you know, the information that's presented and, you know, trying to get that mesh. And I think that's why a lot of things that do come up, especially like with fact checking and stuff like that, it'll come up as misinformation because of the fact that, you know, they're going to lean more towards, you know, where it's being, you know, uh, uh, publicized from compared to, you know, the actual person being like, hey, you know, no, I, I know this. This is this is how it's supposed to work kind of thing. So. Yeah, no. Uh, again, like the, there's, there's experts and there's not, and then experts are really good at what they do, but then there's like an entire field of science outside of their expertise that they probably don't know a ton about. I mean, there's a there's there's a lot to talk about there. So yeah, definitely. So I would say, 
I would say we're even on this show that because we talk about it twice a week for hours at a time, right? This is way more than many people even think about these things. I would say we're like, you know, maybe semi-experts in propaganda, right? Because we, we, we oh. literally talk about it constantly. We think about it constantly. And we try and like put it into perspective constantly, you know, which is way more than most of the population does. So I think I think that puts us as, you know, fact check experts. <laughs> all, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's, it seems plausible plausible there you go all, all applied to facebook is a fact check organization couple good comments robert what's up on, on facebook says our universe continues to expand so time moves forward obviously that parallel universe reached maximum expansion and is now in reverse therefore contracting uh, which therefore its time moves backward and will continue to do so until another big bang causes its time to move forward again just as our universe reaches maximum expansion and starts reversing. Now, funny you say that, and funny you, Sean, brought up uh, Elvis. Let's play a couple of clips here to, to kind of do this. I got some clips ready. Uh, so I, oh, I, I was listening to uh, to Michael Savage. <laughs> Michael Savage, if everybody doesn't know him, he's a right-winger, so everybody, again, every, like, cover your ears if, if you're offended by ideas that aren't your own. But, this, but he's talking about science, and he actually has a Michio Kaku. Everybody knows this guy, right? He's the, uh, he's like a, he he's, uh, ends up on all the science shows. He ends up on like ancient aliens. He's like the, 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 the older Asian man. That's a, that's astrophysicist. Okay. Like super famous. Like he's probably like the top five, like famous astrophysicists in the world behind Neil deGrasse. And I don't know who else, but, but he's definitely up there. So anyway, this is, this is Michael Savage today interviewing, uh, regarding this, regarding this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, reverse time, multiple universes type thing. So let's, let's see what the, uh, astrophysicist had to say. And like I said, right winger alert, everybody relax, everybody relax. We're talking about space. We're talking about space time. We're talking. About <laughs> anyway, here we go. Part one action. Is there any possibility there could be a parallel universe or universes doctor? Well, believe it or not, this is what I do professionally. And if you watch the, uh, the Big Bang Theory, you know that Sheldon works on string theory. And I'm one of the early pioneers in string theory. I'm the founder of string field theory, one of the main branches of string theory. And string theory says that we live in maybe 10, maybe 11-dimensional hyperspace. And that parallel universes, we're talking about a multiverse of parallel universes, not just one or two, but a landscape of parallel universes. So we could be having this very same conversation in another parallel universe, except there are three of us or four of us online instead of just two. Oh, God. Isn't it enough that it's just the two of us? So what, is, what does that do for our consciousness, Dr. Kaku? What does it do for our consciousness? Are we now to believe that we're, that we're living somewhere else at the same time? Well, you know, our senses tell us that we can go forward, backward, left, right, up, down, and three dimensions is all there is. Maybe a fourth if you include time. But we think that at the beginning of the universe, when the universe was created, the universe existed in perhaps 11-dimensional hyperspace, and that our universe is a bubble. A bubble is expanding. We live on the skin of a bubble, and that's called the Big Bang but the new theory says that there are other bubbles out there creating a bubble bath, a bubble bath of universes called the, the multiverse. And yes, it means that universes could be formed even as we speak. Even as we speak somewhere in the cosmos, a big bang has taken place and a baby universe has just gotten off the ground. 
In fact, Stephen Hawking, my, my colleague, when he was alive, he talked about uh, baby universes, baby universes being born somewhere in the cosmos, uh, so far away that we can't measure it directly. But that, that's what the theory says. The theory says there should be other universes out there. And at the electron level, at the subatomic level, electrons can be two places at the same time. Okay, there we go. We've talked about that, the double slit test. We've talked about, uh, uh, not astrophysics, uh, what is it? It's a... Uh, it's, uh what is it? The, ti- the uh, tiniest level of physics. It, there's a name for that. There's a name for that. Macrophysics? No, no, no. It's a no. micro. It's a, anyway, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Uh, uh, but okay. But so, so there. Basically, when a particle is at a, a very, very tiny at neutrino level, you can't ever like pin it down to a, a particular point. It, it's in it's in several places at once. Okay, and with the observer effect, the double slit test. We talked about this in the past. Um, it'll come to me, but, but it is it, like, this is an observed thing in science. And so like, like he was saying there, like you can't even say that, uh, when you get down to the, to the micro level, uh, even, even smaller than that, that particles themselves react like they do at the, in the macro world. Right. So anyway, there we go. There we go. So, so there's, there's one of the, the, the astrophysicists, the, the preeminent, most famous in the world, one of them anyway. And he's, he's talking about this. And uh, there we go. Any take on that, Sean? We got we're gonna we're gonna play a couple more clips and then we'll move on here. Uh, I just like how he uh, used the uh, the bubble bath uh, <laughs> uh, explanation uh, with uh, Stephen Hawking's there. <laughs> it's just like I was like, wow, really? So, um, but yeah, no. Well, with his uh, with his take on the fact that you know there's different uh, universes and stuff like that, it could very well be possible. It's just like. Um, when it comes down to uh with your personal choice right it's like you know you went left but you know in one universe you actually went right and another universe you went straight and the other universe you went back right there there's that there is that theory that is out there that you know every choice that you've made and the reality that you are experiencing now is based off of you know your own personal choice but there's also the other choices that you've made and that have like split off and branched off. Right. Like every, like, like, uh, explaining time, like every slice of time is still in existence somewhere. It's just not here. Right. Uh, like, like bend your mind on that. But mm-hmm. then, but then every single decision, like, like you were just saying there, Sean, is, is that every single time a decision is made in any capacity whatsoever, there's an entire other reality where that decision went one way or the other. Right. And that, oh, we're exactly. just we're just being binary A and B. But what if there's A, B, C, D, E, F for every decision? <laughs> well, <laughs> big, bigger than I can dream, bigger than I can dream. William, what's up? <laughs> William on Facebook says quantum physics. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. I think, appreciate that. Uh, uh, sometimes a hey, live show. You can't remember everything all the time. Uh, and, and let's exactly. see what else. Yeah, totally. Uh, here we go. We, what else do we got? Uh, let's see. Uh, Kelly said this too. He says, how do we know it's not just the, the suction from an explosion before and during said explosion and not a parallel universe? That's a good point. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, again, I'm not the, uh, the, the physicist, physicist guy. I, I have no idea. I'm just going off the, the crappy media <laughs> that they feed us constantly. <laughs> so, so there we go. Uh, so there we go. Uh, but but it is, I think, and Sherry has a good point. It says, bubbles bumped together makes new universes, many layers. And so think about that. So he's basically saying that, uh, so you have the bubble bath, right? The bu- Each bubble's a universe. And then exactly, so when they bump into each other, like Sherry says, uh, they, they split. 
right? And so they're constantly bumping each other, constantly splitting. But the bubble bath itself, where there's no bubbles, is called, um, I think I think he says, 11th dimensional hyperspace or something like that. Anyway, yeah, here we go. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah he says it. I, I, I got it clipped here. So that's, what, that's the only reason I know I heard him say it. There's no way I'd ever know that otherwise. All right, so I'm going to play. Here's part two of this. And this is what we're talking about. So, so if you're just joining us tonight, guys, we're talking about... Uh, so scientists have found in, in the Antarctica that like neutrinos kind of flying out outwards from the center of the earth when they expect them to be coming from the other way from space. OK. And so they're wondering if this uh, they've kind of stumbled onto a an, an alternate dimension where these neutrinos are, are we can detect them. They're in a dimension nearby. But instead of coming down from, let's say, like a galactic body like a sun or a star or this or that or a black hole, wherever they come from in the universe, they're coming out from the center of the earth like in reverse and going back toward that source, meaning that the postulation here is that everything's backwards in this parallel universe, okay? So time runs backwards, physics run backwards, et cetera, so on. So here we go. Here's part two of Michi Okaku, and he's on Michael Savage today, and this is what they're talking about. Here we go. Part two action. In fact, this is the famous Schrodinger cat problem, that if you put a cat in a box and you're not allowed to open the box, the cat could be dead and alive simultaneously. And it's not until you open the box that you really know the cat is dead or alive, which means that, believe it or not, that people who have died in our universe could be alive in another parallel universe. Now, that doesn't mean we can talk to them. That doesn't mean you're going to talk to Elvis Presley. That doesn't mean you can move between universes. Of course, that's extremely hard. But it does mean that, yes, physics entertains the possibility that there could be a, a multiverse, a landscape. So wait, so, so wait, Dr. Kaku, so let's tie religion in for a minute. Everyone thinks about their own mortality, some on a more regular basis than others. I've been obsessed with this since I'm five years old. Uh some religions tell us there's an afterlife. Would your theory tend to support the concept that there could be a so-called afterlife? Well, it supports the idea that in our universe, the universe that you can see and touch, that when you die, unfortunately, your atoms will decay and you will then drift into dust. As the Bible says, from dust to dust, ashes to ashes. But as you move... Your, your body splits into parallel universes. These are called quantum universes. And we measure this with electrons all the time. That's why we have lasers. That's why we have the Internet. That's why we have this phone conversation. The entire electronic structure of the Internet is based on parallel universes. So it means that your carbon copies of your body could be peeling off and creating other copies of you. And in those co- universes, Perhaps you do survive. Perhaps you do live on much longer than you do in our universe. But as far as our universe is concerned, the universe that you see when you look in a mirror, when you die, perhaps your, your atoms will disintegrate and you will turn to dust. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Like it's his fault. Sorry about that. that Sorry, can't make it through. (laughs) I thought that was, uh, for lack of a better term, I thought that was pretty cute. I was like, oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, that's the way it goes. Sorry, when you die, you die. Okay, a couple of great comments here. Kelly says, uh, maybe that's a reason for life. You try to align all of you and say 10 or 11 different universes. Imagine if you can align all of you, how powerful that might be. 
Great comment there, Kelly. Thank you. Yeah, who knows? Exactly. Like, think about it. Like, that they say the human mind can um, traverse time and space through, like, remote viewing, these types of things. So maybe, maybe it is possible to get to contact your other selves and other universes and uh, maybe be able to um, align that power uh, through the multiverse. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. And Kurt says that the cat is never yet to be alive and dead all at once in the time dimension. Get a, get an effing grip. And uh, Larry says the seven heavens. Yeah, I mean, again, right? Like we're talking, we're, this is this is out there stuff, quantum physics. So this is this is literally um, uh, speculation. Uh, you know, you know, like there there is science in some of this, but I, I think I think the 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 reverse uh, uh, thing here going on with the uh, the the information on from Antarctica and neutrinos. I think I think. It, it was a stretch, right? It was kind of like a, like a, like, we'll get to that in a sec. I've got tons more articles we're going to, we're going to blow through here because we've got a, we've got a Greek myth to get to. Speaking of time moving backwards and maybe looking back over your shoulder. Uh, we, so when Sean contacted me this morning, he's like, Hey, what's up? You feel like doing a Greek myth tonight? I was like, maybe. <laughs> what do you, what do you got in mind? <laughs> what do you got in mind? He's like, he's like, uh, how about this one? So we'll get to it in a sec. I'm not going to spoil it if you guys haven't heard this. We're going to do some Greek mythology in a sec, but it fits. It fits this, okay? It, uh, it so, does actually fit pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it, it does. So, okay. So the thing is now, so if, if we're if we're looking back in time or let's say looking over your shoulder, what happens behind you? Does it even matter time-wise? Okay, that's 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 the lead-in to the Greek myths. We're going to get to that in a sec. But but for, for right now, like how, how do we... Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like, like, like Kelly said, I think that's a good way to put it. Like, do you think we're able to actually maybe ascend to a higher consciousness level and then attach ourselves somehow, some way to other versions of ourselves in other places? Uh, Wouldn't that be like, uh, like the Buddhist level of ascension? Like I'm, I'm pretty ignorant with most religions and stuff, but Uh, it kind of seems like it might be. I guess. Yeah, in a way, it would kind of seem like that. Actually, I made the comment of uh, it being kind of like the one uh, with uh, Jet Li, where basically it's like, you know, he took all the energies from all his doppelgangers and put it into him and make there's two possibilities of what the out, end outcome would end up being. One, he ends up being a god, or the other option is you destroy everything all at once because of all that energy being contained into like one person or one spot. And like I said, as it's just the reverse of you know without the killing and stuff like that, because that's how you know uh, Jet Li's character ends up, you know, getting you know uh, more and more power. And it was actually kind of funny because he ended, he was actually originally uh, one of the uh, the guardians uh, to protect the the multi dimensions. Okay, I've I've never actually seen that movie, so so does he? So spoil uh, it, spoil it for me. Spoiler alert, guys! It's, it's if you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> do, do, so does he? It's does a, he become good or does he become bad? Does he become god or I, like the anti-god? I devil? I can't I I can't uh, I can't reveal that, Mike, because of the fact that you haven't watched it. No, oh, come on! That, I'm uh, asking you to. I warned everybody <laughs> else. Asking, I want you to know. I want you to. All know. right. Spoil, I want to know. I want to know. Spoiler alert: He actually does not become a god, and he does not destroy everything. He actually gets banished to a uh, prison. Uh, parallel universe where there's uh no escape from oh okay <laughs> so, so so but so it goes bad so it goes bad this is not a good thing it, it, it goes bad for for the uh the one doppelganger i guess the the guardian and there was actually another guy who is uh the guy that he was trying to kill uh 
you know, throughout the whole entire thing, he actually, they, uh, he goes to, I guess, his predestined wife. Because I guess the uh, the person that he's been interested in was pretty much the same person throughout all the parallel universes. Okay. So, so it's kind see. of a, a destiny thing there. Gotcha. So the guy that, you know, ends up getting the girl, he's, you know, he's stronger, faster, you know, smarter kind of thing. While the, the evil doppelganger is stuck on that, uh, that prison um, uh, universe. Okay. So it is sort of like levels of ascension, like Kelly says, like the rainbow ascension. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. All right. I get it. So that sounds like a good movie. I need to check it out. I don't watch enough movies. Clearly everybody, everybody who watches this show, <laughs> listen to the show knows this. I don't know. Everybody's like, have you seen that movie? I'm like, Nope, sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen that. One. It's actually a fairly old movie. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh but, yeah. It's uh like, mm, I want to say mid two thousands. Okay. Didn't even watch movies back then. Other shit to do. <laughs> Other shit to do. I was napping or Although something. Although I do like uh, uh, Penny Bunny's uh, comment on YouTube. It, like, you know, if you spend a lot of time uh, thinking about it, uh, you'll just drive yourself crazy. I think so. Yeah, like we got some other different, ten- yeah. different tangents and stuff like that. Agreed, right? So, so some other good comments here. So, William says uh, on Facebook, "If our actions create a parallel universe where other possible actions take place, then each individual on this earth is creating parallel universes." And it could be endless possibilities. And I think that's the thing, right? So, so, so we're thinking in terms of, think of Michio Kaku, we said the bubble bath, right? So we're, we're thinking in terms of, um, you know, like a, a finite thing, the, like a, the size of a bubble bath. But what if the, the only thing that's actually infinite is the bubble bath itself? And it's not the bubbles inside, okay? And so Kurt adds, once again, if our universe is infinite, where is the time or space for another universe? And I think that's the thing. That's what I was getting at here. Is that uh, it's it, it is yet to be seen or proven that our universe is infinite, because there's been speculation that it it may be in the circular motion, uh, a cir- like circular, like a like a globe, like a bubble, like like explains in the bubble bath. So if you travel far enough in one direction, you end up on the other side, like you would on the other side of the world, right? So there's still speculation there. Like there's there's no. The actual scientific definite one hundred and fifty percent proof that the universe is infinite. It's it's a it's a postulation is what it is. So yeah, there we go. Mouthful. But yeah, that, that's how I understand it. That's how I understand it. What's up? What's up, Elizabeth? Thanks for showing up. I've been listening to Clyde. Clyde's good, isn't he? Clyde Lewis is really good, guys. <laughs> Clyde Lewis is really good. We got uh, Dark Devious on uh, YouTube. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Thanks for showing up, Dark. Thanks for being here. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, who else do we got? Who else do we got? All right. All right. Okay. So th- there we go. So you get it, right? Okay. So now the point is we're going to get to the Greek myth in a sec. But l- let me – I I want to point out exactly what's going on here with this craziness, okay? With this Antarctica business, okay? So we go from the Daily Mail. Then we go to uh, MNN mnn.com and it's the same thing right like like this is what happens like the daily mail posts something it gets it gets traction and then everybody else picks it up right it's kind of like when you put a put an an i or a a podcast up on itunes like every other like (laughs) through their api everybody else picks it up and it's on uh podcast addicts and it's on it's on Google Play Music, right? You see what I'm saying? It's like kind of aggregators, right? Like like it goes out one time, hits like these big guys' feeds like the Daily Mail, and then everybody else picks it up and, and writes these these articles, right? Okay, now this one's good because it's, uh, it's kind of neutral. 
And they're talking about, you know, not, hey, this is what happened. They're kind of talking about in, in between. So here we go. MNN.com. That's a mouthful. Did scientists just find uh, evidence of a parallel universe? Uh, we're not sure, but it's a fascinating theory to dig into. When they go on, they talk about it. They talk about the possibilities, right? They talk about the ANITA, A-N-I-T-A, short for Antarctica Impulse or Antarctic Impulse Transient Antenna. It's a NASA sensor carried high into the air, cold air by a weather balloon to detect cosmic rays emanating from space or bouncing uh, back off below the ice. Right, so it's good. It's a short article, but it's got some good good information here. The phenomenon Goramads, which is the main scientist, can be an indication of some new type of physics, what we call beyond the standard model of physics, okay? So that's really right there what we're talking about. That one comment that kind of spun this into... Everything else that we're reading. Uh, so I'm going to read the whole thing. He says, uh, so Peter Gorham says, the physicist who led the research tells the University of Hawaii News, what we saw is something that looked just like a cosmic ray as seen in reflection off of ice sheet, but wasn't reflected. It was as if the cosmic ray had come out of the ice itself. A very strange thing. So we published a paper on that. We suggested that it was pretty strong tension with the standard model of physics. And he says, it could be an indication of some new type of physics, what we call beyond the standard model of physics, okay? And that's literally, that's, again, they, they go into the, the particles called tau neutrinos, which we talked about previously here. But that, that, that's literally where all this came from. And he says, he even continues, not everyone was comfortable with the hypothesis, he tells new scientists, okay? So again, these guys have somehow got on the paywall as well. <laughs> they actually got to read the new scientist thing. <laughs> but but yeah, right? So so you see. Now this is kind of somebody that wrote this this article. This guy's name is, uh, I'm going to I'm going to mention his name cuz he wrote a good article. Christian Cotroneo, Cotroneo, right? And again from mnn.com and I I'm going to link it again just because it's a good article here. And you guys should read this. Like like good journalism that that isn't like selling out for one thing or the other is just uh, you know, like the like you you got to be you, able Christian. to yeah, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, okay. There we go. Let me uh, link it again. Again. Yeah, and, and Kelly Kelly adds, all in all, these are all just theories. And you're right. You're completely right. Okay, here we go. Now I'm going to spin through a bunch of this shit really fast. Okay, so we, we do have time. I'm not, I'm not doing this fast because uh, we're out of time. I'm doing this fast because I have like 20 freaking articles that say the same damn thing. And so I'm going to burn through these real fast and kind of let you guys, just from the, uh, the headlines realize what they're saying what they're doing and again it's fake news it's clickbait right it's it's bs and it doesn't matter that it's based in science or not it's what they say in the titles that kind of tells the whole story right because they want you to click and in, in many cases i read through many of these articles most of them i didn't read all of them because i was just like rolling my eyes after like the 15th one like okay like these these guys are saying the same shit over and over again all right anyway uh, any any, t- any hot takes there, buddy? Before we, before we move on? <laughs> it just seems like you know it's a, a, a wash, rinse, repeat, and just keep on doing it until you get all the clicks that you want to your site, and then after that, it's like yeah, okay, we'll let the story die, and then we'll revive it. You know, uh, maybe two years later when you know they got uh, when the scientists come up with oh, you know what, hey that uh, paper that we wrote and, and you know, all that information. Yeah. We weren't really right on that. So, you know, what's well, the science works though. You're, you're supposed to take a guess <laughs> well, yeah. and then you're supposed to try and prove it, right? You're supposed to be like, okay, based well, on what I've seen, exactly. this is possible. Let's see if we can prove that. So, so what they're taking. And again, like every single thing you guys, we've seen it with COVID. We've seen it with, uh, 
and cancer treatments. We've seen it with everything. Like the media just takes shit and just runs like crazy with the football when like it's it's it's, it's not even like a peer reviewed thing yet. Like <laughs> you're just like, oh. oh yeah, I know. It's just it's just it's just one of those things where, like I said, you know, they'll just leave it alone for two years and then if like you know someone said, hey, you know, we were actually able to you know get a little bit more proof on this or you know what, hey. This is it was just bunk because you know our equipment malfunctioned or something like that, and you know I get it that you know you have to go through the research and everything else like this and double check your work, but you know it's like you know for something big like this you figure that you know there would be more talk about it, but they don't want you to focus on that they want you to focus in on you know stuff that would you know fill you with fear and you know the fear porn. You know, it just, it, it, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not fair to the people. You can't always put, you know, people in a constant state of fear because, you know, uh, let's say they do get things right and they actually are able to, you know, uh, visibly see it or make it so that way it can be visibly seen, you know, then you're going to have people going, oh, well, uh, some technical like Cthulhu being is going to come through and enslave us all or something like that. And then the media will run with it. Which some people have said, Doctor David Jacobs, I'm talking to you out there. <laughs> if you're listening, you're probably, not, you're probably not listening. But yeah, some people have said that. Some people have said those things. But yeah, I, and and I think that's the thing. I think that's why you know again we we kind of look at the propaganda and see what they're actually telling us. And I agree 100. percent You have you have to. There's got to be some basis in reality here. You got you got to keep one foot somewhere in reality, right? Like the rest of you, fine. You can float off like the hot air balloon <laughs> in, in Antarctica, <laughs> looking for the the, the the tau neutrinos, fine. But like you got to keep one foot down here, guys. Like you got to keep one on just one on the ground. The rest you can float or fly to Mars or wherever you want to go. But but come on, we we got to keep one on the ground when we talk about this stuff. So I'm gonna burn through a bunch of this and we'll talk we'll talk about it real quick. But again, we have time. There's time here. So if you guys, if you, this is live, if you're listening on Friday night, what the hell day is it? May 22nd. Still in the apocalypse, what lockdown day 75 or some shit like this. Uh, yeah. So uh, well, for some people, it's the 23rd. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Some of you East Coasters, it's the 23rd. We've, we've, we've clocked in the witching hour, but uh, we're still up. <laughs> we're still up and we're still here for you. If you want to be on the show, you have comments on this stuff. What do you think about this parallel universe bit? What do you think about uh, the way the media reports it? Do you think that uh, it's important that it gets out? Uh, one, two, do you think that uh, the media is irresponsible when it does get out? Uh, and three, um, you think us talking about it is worthwhile? <laughs> Just tell us what you think. And, uh, all of the above. Number four, do you think that they're going to add any fear porn to it? It's always fear porn. It's always fear. <laughs> all of the, you mean, you mean D, all of the above, all of the above. Yeah. Okay. All, the above. all right. So, so if you want to be on the show, 702-957-1037, you can click the discord link. You can find both of those on troubledminds.org, the phone number and the discord, and you can be on the show that way. Just let us know. And we'll, we'll do it. We'll get you on the show and we'll talk about this stuff, but yeah. Okay. So we're, we're going to get to some Greek myths to finish this out, but uh, let me, let me burn through these articles real fast. But the thing is, that th- this is, again, back to all of this. The reason why we do this, the, re- why, the reason why we always talk about this, and the reason why tonight's show is not about aliens is because we've done too much, a- too, too many aliens too fast. We need to slow down. <laughs> too much aliens. <laughs> right? That almost makes us sound really bad. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't. It's not really bad. It's just that, like, you know, you, you don't want to be the alien guy. There's just, there's a lot of really oh, interesting yeah, things guess. to talk about, you know? So it's like, 
we've always kind of, like I said, even way back in our very first shows that we talked about kind of having like a wide berth and, and uh, again, listen to Clyde Lewis, like the inspiration for this entire thing, because you can talk about many different things that are fascinating. There were consciousness level that are multidimensional, that are aliens, that are not aliens, that are propaganda, that are CIA, that is disinformation. You know what I mean? And it seems like all of this stuff seems to kind of be attached at the hip too, kind of like I said earlier. So uh, here we go. A couple good comments and then we'll move on. Kelly says, I see it, smell it, touch it, taste it, but is it real? We can only see 3% and hear like 5% of what's really out there. And uh, yeah, I agree. Elizabeth says no fear porn here. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, yeah. hopefully not. We're not, we're not trying to do fear porn here. Sherry says astral travel can do all no limits, do all no limits. Okay. I'd love to hear that. Uh, Paul says, I resemble that remark. And I think that means the, uh, the negative remark I made, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I forgot what I said. Uh, th- th- see, the thing is, my brain works really, really fast, and then I forget what I just said. So, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I have like, I have like a really. I, I have a problem too. It's it's cold foot and mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, I have like a hot set of RAM, but my hard drive is failing or something. Something's going on. <laughs> all right, all right. So here we go. So let's let's burn through the rest of this stuff. So so okay. So I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fast. So you guys got to keep up. You guys got to keep up here. All right. So here we go. So mnn.com Christian Cotroneo, right? Good good article. Here we go. We got mysterious universe. All right. This is another podcast. They're actually like one of the OG OG uh, uh, podcast. Like they're very good. If you got you haven't heard them, they're a couple couple of blokes from Australia, and they're really really good. Right. This is from uh, by Brett Tingley. This is from 2018. Right. This is this tells you right. Got mysterious radio signal heard from deep within the earth. Okay. So again, I'm just blow through these headlines and link these things so you can check it out. Do check out mysterious universe. I can't recommend them enough. If you like us, they're better. They're like two and a half or maybe five or 10 times better than us, but because they've been doing it for like 15 years or something. So, you know, like credit where credit is due. They're very good. They're very good. And they talk about all this kind of thing. So if you've never heard of mysterious universe, I highly recommend it. Check it out on a, all the places you can check it out. I'm not going to, you know, this isn't going to turn into a commercial for them, but, but the, you know, they reported this in 2018. It's kind of, it's kind of the point, right? So all the, 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 the media kind of pours out and then, you know, like the pioneers have been talking about this shit forever, forever. <laughs> all right, here we go. Always listen to the pioneers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like at least the people that, that aren't uh, beholden to the corporate dollar or the, you know, the Chinese yeah. dollar or whatever it is. Uh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So here we go. So this is CBR.com. I thought this one was fantastic. We have to look at this real fast. Again, we're going to blow through this because yes. we're going to get to a Greek myth and finish this up. This is uh, CBR.com. NASA may have just confirmed a parallel mirror universe. And it says, yes, really. And this is May 21st. This is yesterday, right? Yesterday. Yeah. So, and it has, uh, you know, Spock and Kirk. You know, and from the old Kirk, original yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> like, how good is that, right? I was like, oh, hell yeah, finally. Somebody uses a good a good thumbnail here. We don't have to, like, have exactly. uh, <laughs> people with Confederate flags and don't tread on me as a thumbnail. We're crying out loud. <laughs> but, uh, but Spock okay. Spock is really rocking that, uh, you know, whole goatee thing. Yeah, you like the goatee? It's pretty good. Pretty good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Freaking awesome. Pretty good stuff. Okay, but you get the point, right? So so we're going to keep on motoring through these. Here's another one. Above top secret. Top secret. Now, I, I pulled this one up because this is interesting, and I want to read just a part of this. And so just like you guys have really good comments, there's a really fantastic one in here. And they're talking about neutrinos. Are they the spirit particle? The spirit particle, right? So Dr. Peter Gorham, which is the guy we talked about, a physicist at the University of Hawaii who was then 
uh, leading the Neutrino Detection Project in Antarctica. Dr. Gorham said he and his team are trying to be the first scientific group to detect the highest energy neutrinos in the universe. This led to a brief exchange between Herzog and Dr. Gorham. Herzog says, yeah, but uh, what exactly is a neutrino? And this is what Gorham said. And uh, highlighted in red in this, uh, I linked it. You guys can read the whole thing in its entirety. Here's what he said regarding what exactly is a neutrino. He said, the neutrino is the most ridiculous particle you could imagine. A billion neutrinos went through my nose as we were talking. He continues, so the universe can't exist the way it is without the neutrinos, but they seem to be in their own separate universe, and we're trying to actually make contact with that otherworldly universe of neutrinos. He continues, almost like some kind of spirit or God that I can't touch, but I can measure it. I can make a measurement. It's like measuring the spirit world or something like that. You can go out and touch these things. How about that? The spirit particle? Or they'll go out and t- touch you. How about that? It, it'll, it, well, it's, t- it's touching us entirely. So, okay, think exactly. about it this way. If you want to go a little science fiction, right? He's saying the spirit particle. What if it's like the force, right? Well, they say it. Uh, it, it, it the metachlorines. Yeah, binds all things together, right? Binds the universe together. Yeah. Like, like the... the Maybe this is what we're talking about. Maybe maybe this actually exists, right? Maybe this is this is part of telepathy or 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 astrally traveling or yeah, all of that. All of, exactly. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe this is the uh, the the unquantifiable thing that we really haven't made a. Uh, maybe this is ghosts. Maybe this is you know. Maybe this is the all of that. Maybe this is all of that. Maybe this is Bigfoot. You know, like let's let's make a stretch here and say Bigfoot's like a fourth dimensional dude. Like who knows, right? This is what we're saying. Like. We just don't know, do we? <laughs> and it's fascinating. But oh, anyway. and, that's, and that's the thing is the possibilities are endless. Yeah, no, exactly. And, that, and that's, that's why we talk about them. So, again, they got links on this thing. Uh, links, as always, let's keep on trucking. ScienceAlert.com, right? ScienceAlert.com. Kelly says the force does exist. There we go. I think that, I think that may be the, uh, the, the basis for it while we're talking about it. Okay, so here we go. So science alert. Science proposed a mere universe where time moves backwards, right? Uh, this is January 25th, 2016. All right? The, the, again, I'm pulling these up just so we can see like where the media has been all over the place about this shit. And so now, for some reason, it's like hit the newswire in the last couple, three days. All right? So there we go. This one was 2016. All right, anyway, keep, keep on moving here. MSN.com. Is there a mere universe? Researchers in Antarctica observe mysterious particles that some argue is evidence of a parallel world formed at the Big Bang when time runs backwards. At least they hedged there a little bit. They said some argue, right? They didn't be like, you know, Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody says yes. Yeah, everybody says yes. Yeah, you know, like at least, you know. Anyway, there we go. This is one day ago. But okay, there's a point to this. Trust me, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn through these. We're just reading some headlines and kind of looking at these articles. You can read them all in their entirety if you're, if you're that morbid and that sick and you have to really be a completionist. Fine. I, I respect that. I'm not going to do it myself. <laughs> we'll be here till midnight reading the same shit over and over. But here we go. So we have CNET.com. No, NASA. No, here we go. No, NASA didn't find a parallel universe where time runs backward. <laughs> That's the subheadline. Sorry, but the truth is you're stuck in this universe for now. And this was today. This was 520 p.m. Pacific time, May 22nd. This was uh, a couple hours before we started this show. All right. So there we go. So, so again, no, of course, you know, you know what I mean? Like, but this is, this is what happens. The information comes out. The Daily Mail starts it. It runs amok. Everybody picks it up because like, holy shit, Daily Mail's getting ad clicks. We're going to run this too. 
And then, but then, but then the way the news cycle works, right? CNET, I didn't go check, but I'm pretty sure they probably reported this when it hit. And then now they're actually shitting on it three days later to get the clicks on the front end and the back end on the yes and the no, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. That's how you make the money. Anyway, let's go. Let's keep, keep keep on going. Yeah, it could be. You guys say you're buffering. I apologize. It, this is this might be my fault. Before we started, I thought we might have to abort this entire thing because my internet was being really shitty, and it's never really shitty. Rarely, 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 but it was before we started. So go ahead and refresh if you guys are buffering, and maybe it'll fix this. It, you're not going to miss much. I'm just burning through some headlines, and then we're going to get to the Greek myth after this. So uh, let's let's uh, hope the uh, the boat holds, the weather holds. <laughs> And we'll we'll, uh, we'll get to this in a sec. Okay, so this is Forbes.com. Our sales will stay strong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so has NASA found a parallel universe where time flows backwards? The truth behind the headlines, right? So then again, so then they start they start turn like it turns right. It starts with a uh, oh look, we got a parallel universe and so, you know the Schrodinger's cat and this other bullshit and the things and the you know the, the, the quantum physics and but then no, then suddenly then then the, the headlines turn right. Then the fact checks come. So it's like everybody says it, then everybody's like oh no. <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. We got a fact check going on right here. All right, no. Here we this go. sounds this is, too fantastical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, well, we're, our, our ad clicks and our money's going down on that, so now we got to shit on it and make them read it a second time, right? So then you do that. You get you get less virility, but uh, you know you get people that clicked on the first one as uh, you know engagement. Actually, speaking of engagement, let's do the cheap engagement trick. Everybody type in the chat if you've heard of this before I talked about it tonight. If you've heard of this in any capacity, just type yes. If you heard of the, the parallel universe at any time in the last couple, three years, if you haven't, type no. There you go. There's our cheap engagement trick. We're doing it. If you heard me Facebook and you're going to ban me, fuck off. I don't care. We're doing a cheap engagement <laughs> trick. If you've heard of this and before I – Exactly. Before we brought it up tonight, before we were talking about this, this mo- parallel universe, time running backwards. If you heard of this before I talked about it tonight, type yes or no in the chat. There's our cheap engagement trick, cheap and about – talking about cheap engagement that's what we're gonna do we're gonna hold on just a sec and uh you can yes okay. or no and appreciate that and there's some engagement to uh, kind of boost us a little bit well, and yeah i'll go, uh, go i'll check youtube here as it comes through okay thank you so far all right we've got uh penny bunny yeah paul yeah green arrow yes <laughs> all right we got some yeses we got some yeses. Everybody's here. We got Robert says yes. We got Nikki says yes. There we go. The cheap engagement trick. Paul's laughing at me. The cheap <laughs> engagement trick. Hey, what are you going to do? Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But look, th- that's what these guys are doing, right? They're like, hey, we're yeah. going to do the clickbait. Oh, exactly. And then after, you know, after you've consumed the clickbait and our numbers have gone down, they're gonna, we're going to flip it. And we're going to be like, oh, well, we were wrong. <laughs> Click it again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> suckers. Suckers. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So it, it seems like everybody here's heard of it. I didn't see one no yet. No, still looking I for a no. I haven't seen one either. Still looking for a no. no. Everybody's heard of this. Okay, good. Good, good, good. We're in the right place then. That means, okay, so let's uh, let's go with marketing. We're in our, we've, we've hit our niche audience. We've got the right targets here. Excellent. Everybody's heard of this. Excellent, excellent. All right, here we go. Here's more. MSN.com. Here's the real truth behind that viral story. Now, again, like this is what I'm saying. Paul's heard of this, yes. Okay, so here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. Like, notice how as as I kind of burn through these headlines, right? They were like, "Oh, there's a there's a 
time's going backwards in this mysterious universe next to us, blah, 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 blah. But then suddenly, now, now as I'm kind of cruising through these links, it's like, wait, here's the real truth behind the story of the, the blah, 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 right? Or uh, no, Na- NASA didn't really didn't find a thing. And let me tell you the real story. And it's the real story is just like we started it. The first three links we did were the real story. It was a paper. It was behind a paywall. And uh, there were some quotes from some, some really smart scientists, right, that spent a lot of time doing this. And there was a, an anomalous thing they couldn't explain, right? That's the truth. All right. But you see how all of this like cascade of like bullshit headlines from one end to the other is really what we're talking about here. Like, like Kelly said earlier, it's all just theories, right? Yeah. But but again, they're kind of pushing this stuff like it's not. <laughs> it's just not. Anyway, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Unilad. I think we're done. I think we're, I've got I've got another 10 of these. We're not going to we're not going to motor through these because <laughs> you get you guys get the point. You guys get the point. You guys get the point. I don't think we need to melt the brains. Any yeah, further. I don't think so. It, I, but but again, I'm, I'm going to count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine, I have nine more. Nine more articles where, where they're talking about this and it flip flops. It goes from, yeah, yeah, it's here. No, no, it's not here. The truth behind it. No, they didn't find it. Yes, they did find it. Everywhere in between, right? We're talking about one thing from one scientific paper, one group of people in Antarctica, like maybe six people, I believe it is. It's something like that. And now we're... This this is this is the way the media works. You, you I know you feel my frustration with this, and uh, that's why we're talking yep. about it. That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, okay. Definitely, it definitely gets you kind of infuriated, especially when you're trying to start everything out, and then you know it's like with the start of the article and like, let's say MSN, as you just had up there, it's like, Oh yeah, we found the scientists found this. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, a couple months later, it's like, Oh no, no, wait, they didn't, you know, it, that, that was our bad. We were misinformed, so on and so forth. And it's just like, really like, come on. It's like, pick a side. Yeah. Or well, at least, you know, pick in the middle. Not only that, they, they don't even, they don't even ever like apologize and say we fucked up. You know what I mean? No, like, they don't. It's like, a, it's, it's just like, it's one thing. Now, now listen, now we talk about a lot of things on this show. We talk about time travel. We talk about some shit that's out there. Okay. But, but we're never like, Hey, this is reality guys. Get over it. You know what I mean? Nothing's ever like we're, we're in the middle of the conversation. Hopefully we do our best to stay in the middle. We don't tell you anything's right or wrong. Like, let's just talk about it. The possibility. If they write articles like that, they're in the clear, but they can't because they want clicks. They want you to go, Oh, I found a parallel universe. Click. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Not not us. Yeah. You're here because you're smarter than that. But I mean, people of the world. Come on, people of the world. Like, pay attention to what the press is doing. We got a phone call coming in. We'll take this in just a sec. What's up, Rolf? I see you there on uh, YouTube. Thanks for showing up. Let's see. Uh, what else do we got? Um, let's see. Uh, in buffering world, nothing really matters at all. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, that's buffering. Just, yeah, buffering. Yeah, sorry. That, again, that's my, my shitty internet. What can you do? Yeah, I, we didn't have one single no for the, the cheap engagement trick. Everybody said yes. No, I, Everybody's I heard of this. I did not see one. Yeah, yeah everybody Actually, said I yes. like uh, Paul's uh, little comment here on uh, YouTube. Uh, every human is infused with a double helix DNA molecule containing the chemical alphabet A, C, T, and G. In different combinations, these sentient building blocks provide the fuel to create uh, to create climate change. And yeah. yeah, it's it's exactly that. You know, we are we have been given the 
I guess the blueprints to, you know, to create, to change things like, you know, through appropriation, right? You know, we have kids that are running around and their kids are going to have kids and their kids are possibly going to have more kids, you know, but everything changes as, you know, the, the different DNAs mix. And that can also be, you know, related also with the parallel universes, right? You yeah. know, now that, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we have, we have ours and then now we have this possible reverse one. So, you know, it may interact and create something completely new and unbeknownst to us. And, you know, we're going into it, you know, blind as babes. Yeah. And so not only that, so, so based on the, the DNA and we create and create and create, right. And it's like, it's like this chain of creation. I think the thing that's, that's really bizarre too, is that there's like that whole nature nurture bit, right? Like, like a, like a dog knows how to be a dog, even if he's not raised around other dogs, if you take him when he's like eyes closed and you, you bring him into your home and you nurse him with a bottle until he's like, you know, a puppy and can be a dog. He still knows how to be a dog, you know, even though he doesn't have other dogs teaching him, it's like built into his DNA somehow, you know, it's like, it's like we have that thing that makes us what we are before we even are what we are. And not only that, so you got to wonder, right? So is that really just in like a genetic code or is there something greater with that? Is there some sort of like a universal subconscious or universal con- consciousness that, that, allows this to happen as these neutrinos this the tau neutrinos who knows right the force like somebody said earlier like kelly said the force is real i mean who knows right like there's an unbelievable amount of things here that that or or let's say for instance this is kind of why i brought it up is that some people believe that uh, the second you're born biologically you stop evolving right but Mm -hmm. is that the case when we have a mind that is capable of imagining a multiverse you know what I mean? So, so do we just biologically stop evolving or can through learning and teaching and becoming something different and new, is that evolving? Is that spiritually evolving? I, hmm. I, I think that's, you know, for evolution, I think there's like, you know, the, the physical aspect of it. Cause you know, we, we, when we're born and stuff like that, it doesn't mean that, you know, we, we stop evolving because well, we'd all still be babies. Right. However, you know, I think spiritually, we may be a little bit stunted because of the fact that, let's say, for example, with past lives and stuff like that, it's like if you learned uh, stuff in your past life and you weren't really able to, you know, pass it on to this life, then, you know, I I can see it from that from that aspect for what you're saying, Mike, is, uh, you know, maybe spiritually we're, we're stunted, but as in saying for physically, we, we always evolve. We always adapt. It's like, you know, uh, you take a person from uh, like, like Vegas, for example, and you throw them into a place like, let's say, uh, Brazil. You know, yes, it is hot, but then, you know, you're, you're forced to evolve to the humidity, the, the different type of heat, you know, the, the food, the culture, you know, learning all different aspects. Yeah. So adaptation and, uh, and, uh, yeah, all of that. I, I agree. I agree. Like, I, th- I think there's more to it than that. It's, that. That was just kind of an example I throw out to, uh, to, to kind of say, do you really think that's the case? There's some people that believe that the second we're born biologically, we can no longer evolve, but, uh, you know, we can clearly adapt and we can clearly have some sort of ascension mentally, right? We can educate ourselves. We can, uh, we can become a better person than we were by by recognizing who we are and where we want to be you know uh, there's there's a lot to it let's go to this phone call and then uh, we'll continue this conversation 
Good, good comments there, Sean. Thanks. Now, what's up? You're, uh, this is Paul. Paul from New Hampshire. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Sean. How you doing, my man? What's on your mind tonight? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, good topic. Love what you're doing. Um, just wanted to say, you know, kind of ring in. You've kind of just like, kind of, I think, summed it up. I've been thinking about this all day. Um, you know, I've been sitting at home watching the news. And, you know, and when I say watching the news and looking at these articles, it's funny you brought up the uh, parallel universe. I saw the article when it came out not too long ago, right away. Um, but you're right on path, I think, with the fact that, you know, when do we learn from this? You know, in effect, I think you've said it all. The carrot's been dangled in front of our face. You know, it's here. And, you know, do we have the answers for all this weird stuff? No, maybe not. But I think in the grand scheme of things, the answer's pretty simple. If you want things to change, people, you have to do something about it. You know, and going back to where you guys started earlier, uh, you know, with Joe from Florida and Paul, the guy that brought up these things, uh, about, you know, the government's money. Okay, we all know this is all being run by money. So how do we do that? I think you need to stand up as a people. There's enough people now that are smart enough. I don't know about you guys, but where I'm at, people are ready to get out of the house. And if you watched any of the briefing today, they were saying that's okay because it's time to take a stand. And... You know, I'm not going to get political, but again, how do you with this? Uh, the media is just playing with us, and uh, you nailed it. Um, I'm sure there's people out there that get this, and I think, like you said, it just takes more study, watching it, get both sides of the story, and uh, you know, just wanted to chime in with that because. Um, Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that on my mind. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Paul. Yeah, yeah I, I think the thing is, too, like, uh, again, like I said, if the media hits something and we're talking about it at the same time, you can pretty much be guaranteed we're not parodying their bullshit. <laughs> Just, you know, like if, if right, you see yeah, something, no. yeah, you know, like if you see something, you're like, hey, I, I've been reading about this all week and we're talking about it. Well, there's a reason we're talking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let me ask you. Yeah, let me ask you why I got you on the you phone. You have to think about it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and the, the funny thing is we're not talking about things that don't matter either. There's a reason they're doing this. They're taking your attention away from the things that do matter. And I think everybody's starting to see that now. You know, I read an article earlier today um, about kids are all of a sudden wanting to go outside. Well, I mean, who does not really take that away? It's the simple things in life. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. All of a sudden they can't go outside and now they want to go outside. And now everybody's like, no, Netflix is tanking, you know, and they're on TV going, it's okay to go play golf. It's okay to go play tennis as long as you mark your balls. Well, you know, that's a good thing, I think. I think, uh, you know, I hate to get political, but it is what it is. <laughs> you know, it's coming. Anybody that's not paying attention and doing their research and looking at both sides and getting a full circle on this thing isn't informed and is falling into the trap of listening to the media. And, um, you know, I know I know you don't like saying the T word, but the guy, you know, I think he's a genius right now. And But on the flip side of that... <laughs> Four-dimensional what, chess. You know, why the fuck would you... You know, the flip side of that, though, what are they thinking bringing this guy in here to fight this guy? Are you kidding me with what's happened in the last couple of days? So is it a setup? Um, you know, okay, it's all about money, guys. And if that's what it's going to be about, then 
vote for Trump. But if you want us to change, you can't vote for Biden because that's going to fuck us all. Okay, that's just going to fuck us right up. There's no, there's no vote that will me? Anything, guys. There's no vote that will change anything. Yeah, that's my opinion. It's a, that, no, that, right? So we need to, yeah. we need, you know, somebody, I saw a comment earlier, great comment, you know, back 200 years ago, they dragged the politicians outside and beat them up and, you know, then there'd be a new politician. And can we do that now? But, you know, vote. That's all I can say, vote. It's got to start somewhere. And, you know, it starts in the governor level. you got an idiot governor in your state. Go vote for somebody that at least has a clue. Do some research about these people. All the information's been there about all these people. You know, all, all you need is a couple bucks and a hot wife, and you're the pre- president of the United States. Well, you know what? Again, he's doing a great job. Whatever. There you go. You know, hey, this is how you run a business, you fucking idiots. You know, and that was his whole take on the thing. Does he care he's going to be dead in fucking 10 years, you know, or living on an island with his own wife? So, you know, somebody got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, before, yeah. B- b- there you go. There's the rat, guys. There's wait, wait. the rat. Wait, 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 wait. Before you take off, I got a question for you real quick. So so, so, how do you feel sure. about that? Do you think, so, So, some, like I said, some people think that uh, when, when you're born biologically, you stop evolving. Do you think that there's evolution that happens after the fact uh, by us in a simple way oh, becoming absolutely. better people? I don't, I don't think then, it's... Go ahead. Yes, I don't think it's so. Yeah, I, I get exactly what you're saying, Mike. And I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a DNA evolution. And then again, it might be. There's definitely some petri dish going on on this planet. Um, you know, you know where I lie with this. I'm the creepy alien guy. <laughs> that just happens to have the information that might be able to prove this shit. But I think it's more of a spiritual thing, too. So when you look at all these things, parallel universes, afterlifes, there's something going on. And I know that from experience. And, you know, I can talk about it all night and get into all the, uh, you know, things that have happened to me. But when you look at it in a big picture, I think it, you know, has to do with DNA. And But you, you need to teach people. Um, and, you know, some people can't learn. And and some people do learn, and I think we're getting there. I think as a as a planet, we're getting there. We're evolving, but it's not the 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 Darwinism type of evolving. You know, we're not just growing older and getting smarter. It's more of a jump start. We had a jump start. Like I said, the carrot's been dangled in front of our face right now. Um, it's just takes. It's going to take more time. You know, there's nothing we can do about it right now, brother. There's nothing we can do except what you're doing. Bring more awareness, you know. Um, no, no, no. Do wait, it in the right wait, way. Wait, wait, wait. That's really nice of you to say that. That's really nice of you to say that. But Sean's here. Sean's here with us. You've called in tonight. We've got tons of people in chat. It's no longer just me. In, I the, old, in the old days, it was just me. No, and it's not you. Absolutely. All it's you guys. No, it's everybody. Us. No, it's that's us. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. It's everybody. And that's what we need. Yes. And that's exactly. And I think I'm seeing it too. You know, it's amazing the people that I've met throughout my lifetime that eventually wake up that we're going to church and, you know, you know, had a, had a bad relationship and, and, you know, and did the right thing. And, you know, we all make mistakes and everybody's going to get tempted by the wrong thing. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it's, it is, it's a, it's something you evolve with as, you know, in your mind and it's a spiritual thing. There's, you know, I've been tapped on the shoulder. I'm sure plenty of you out there have, that's why you, you know, wake up, something clicks that, that switch. And, um, is that Darwinianism level? Are we just getting, no, I think it's, a, you know, a grander scheme. And I just don't think it's a race, though. That's the problem right now. 
we're getting close, though, it seems. We're getting close. I think what you saw in the last few weeks, like you said, the timing is weird. So it's one of two things, man. Armageddon's coming and they know it. <laughs> and that's a conspiracy theory. And, you know, terrorists in me. You know, bring on the alien invasion. I've said it all along. At least I have a chance. Or maybe we're going to wake up and, you know, this next election he gets reelected and we don't have to listen or watch Joe lick, you know, pictures of his ex of Trump's <laughs> wife. Because I don't know what, what this guy's going to do. Are you flipping kidding me? You know, I, I mean, come on. Uh, and, okay. you know. I, I can't. Uh, so, okay. I, uh, I mean. On, on the day I mean, after the you election, you should be the guy asking the media questions. Them. By the way, you—I <laughs> know, guys. Sorry. Anyways, you need to be the guys asking the media these questions, but it'll never get found, you know. So no, yeah, do that thing about with the uh, you know, yeah, yeah, cheap, cheap. Uh, what, what did you call it? Cheap traffic stuff. You know, get it on, man. Yeah, yeah. whatever you got to do. Cheap engagement. You know? Cheap yeah. engagement. Be heard. <laughs> cheap engagement. Be heard. And you know how you be heard? I'm going to end now. Go out and vote. That's what go. I'm going to say. Go out and vote for your governors and your, you know, and it starts there. It starts with the people, you know, there you that's go. all I can say. And uh, anyway. so one more, one more cheap engagement yeah. trick while we're at it, while we got Paul on the phone. Has anybody here for, heard of uh, Paul from New Hampshire? Yeah, type yes or no in the chat. One more cheap engagement trick. <laughs> <laughs> if you have or haven't, no problem. Just go ahead and type I it. I hope it's a lot of notes. <laughs> Appreciate it, Paul. Have a good night, my man. Thanks for coming. You are in. a funny guy. <laughs> oh, right. Thanks, brother. All right. Thanks, I'll man. Talk have to a good night. There we go. Paul from New Hampshire. A cheap engagement trick. Go ahead and type yes or no whether you heard of Paul from New Hampshire before. If you have or haven't, it's all good. Nobody's feelings are hurt. We're just uh, making jokes here. We're making jokes here. Okay. So, uh, all right. So now, now all this talk about. Uh, Time running backwards, okay? If you could turn back time, right? I didn't have the share song queued up. Actually, hold on. Let me do one more. I got I got Michio Kaku part three on this, just the, the very last part of this Michael Savage interview. I've got three parts, and then we're going to do the uh, the actual uh, Greek myth to end this, and then we'll talk about it. This is what inspired the whole thing. Sean this morning said, hey, what's up? How about this Greek myth? I was like, yep, let's do this, and we did this, and this is what this turned into. And I'm telling you, we got this. We got the tools. We got the talent, guys. We can do this. If you want to do a show, Sean, you already know this. Contact me. Let yep. me know. Give me a day or so. If you, if you can get me early in the morning, if I'm awake. Some some early mornings I'm not awake. But if you can get me the day before, <laughs> you've had like it doesn't. Cups. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be like you know set it up a month in advance or anything. Like literally, Sean sent me a message this morning and said, "Hey, how about this?" And I said, all right, we got to make it relevant. And we did, right? Like we did. You're about to find out how we made it relevant as we bring this all back around. One more time, this is Michael Savage talking to Michio Kaku about uh, this uh, parallel universe bit. And then we're going to go on to Greek mythology and uh, end this up. Here we go. Uh, part three, action. No, no. I, I, look, I have a friend who's a very, well, let's say well-educated medical doctor, a PhD in the neuropsychiatrist. And he says, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in an afterlife. He said, when the, when the electricity stops in your brain, you're dead. Would you argue that that's not necessarily true? Well, I would argue that in our universe, the universe that you can see in touch, that you see in a mirror, that when you die, chances are your, your atoms will disintegrate and you'll turn to the dust. Okay. But like I said, you exist in multiple states. When you look in the mirror, you're taking an average. An average.
Okay, that was a bad idea. We're having technical wow. issues here. Uh, I'll link this uh, this interview, and you guys can check it out. You can listen to it in its entirety. I only clipped a few a few minutes out of it, but it's like a 15, 20-minute interview. So there you go. You can you can listen to it. There we go. Uh, apparently, I thought I was going to be cute by smashing it in there. Well, apparently, my memory leak had other ideas. <laughs> <laughs> the tech gods d- denied it. Yeah, that's what they do. Have a good night, Kelly. Thanks for showing up. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We got some cheap engagements. Yes, yes, yes. Robert says Frank escaped into the parallel parallel, parallel universe, and that could be right. Like, who knows? What, if anybody has be, yeah. been in contact with Frank, let me know because I'd love to hear from the man. I hope he's okay. I I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. Um, Matt says uh, in the great state of Pennsylvania, we have Governor Wolf who needs to be removed from office now. And you're not you're not the only one. <laughs> there there are many other <laughs> that, that uh, yeah many other many other. Governors that need to be removed. Many, many others. Many others. Okay. Like uh, right. Trudeau, he needs to get out. Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada. Yeah, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Blackface himself. <laughs> have yeah. you heard about uh, their recent thing with the OIC? No. What happened? Tell me. Uh, pretty much it's a, a big gun ban. Uh, oh, I did hear that. I did. Gun I did. I did. I actually looked at the list of guns. Did you know this? Check this out. So, okay, so so uh, uh, assault rifles have been banned in Canada. All right, that's what he's talking about. I did see this. Now, on the list of actual bans, they, they put a, a list of company names. They put Black Rifle Coffee on the list of bans. That's right. It's a coffee company named Black Rifle Company Coffee. <laughs> Look it up. Black Rifle Coffee Canada. Search that. See what the hell happens. I'm telling you, they banned Black Rifle Coffee because because it's called. Not Black only Rifle. that, but they also banned uh, some uh, airsoft guns, some pellet guns. <laughs> uh, there's some shotguns that are now illegal. Yes, like, exactly. Are you absolutely insane? Yeah. Well, uh, natural rights are a funny thing, right? That, that's the whole thing about natural rights. They're supposed to be non-negotiable, no matter whatever. Well, in this case, well, yeah, I'm going to hold on, guys. Give me give me just a second here. I'm going to play some music and uh, I'm going to I'm going to reset my thing here. So we don't have like that stuttering when we do this, this myth here as we finish this up. So uh, give me just a sec, Uh, unless you want to take the floor for like a minute or so. You want to do that, Sean? Yeah, sure. A couple minutes. (laughs) Go ahead and ramble on. I'm going to mute myself. I'm going to fix this real quick and then we'll be able to play play the thing. So. Uh, tell us more about the, the the ban and consciousness, whatever. Go get uh, it. I'll be right back. Well, with the right with the ban, it's actually kind of interesting how they're saying. So, uh, yeah, public safety and how you're supposed to rely on the police and stuff like. Um, but the only thing is, is that uh, the RCMP for like in rural, uh, on average, the call um, ETA is about half hour. So if you think about it, in that half hour when the criminal breaks into your place and stuff like that, you know, what, what fun could he have? What demented fun could he have? You know, so it's just one of those really, really weird things that they used a tragedy to, 
to do this. And that's the biggest thing is, you know, using a tragedy to, uh, you know, make such a big gun grab. So I'm here. You're doing great. Hold on one sec. Oh, couple, no, no, a minute. Go, go, go. Okay. <laughs> it's restarting here. Uh, uh, you know, No, it's okay. We got to get. We got things here. This is going to sound really shitty for just a sec. And then I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Hold on one sec. We should be good. We should be good. All right. There we go. All right. So let's play that. Let's play that last Savage clip that uh, we'll probably play now since this thing worked or didn't. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, then we'll move on with the myth and then we'll do our thing. We'll finish this up again. We have time for you guys. If you have, if you have comments on any of this, you know what to do. Give us a call. Uh, this, this show is done live intentionally and uh, because we appreciate the input. We appreciate all the great comments and appreciate all the great calls so far. Uh, we have time for more. So if, if you want to uh, do the thing, Dial the number, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. You can find both the Discord and the phone number at troubleblinds.org, and you can talk to us about whatever, whatever you want. Anything we talked about tonight, we're talking about, we talk about time travel here, parallel universes. We talk about all kinds of whack shit. So pretty much no matter what you call in and talk about, you, you fit right in. We're, we're totally good to go. All right, so let's do this. We'll play this last clip and see if this works. And if this works, the rest of it will work. Cross your fingers. Thanks for uh, the Hopefully. filibuster there. Appreciate that, Sean. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, part three of the Savage and Michio Kaku interview, and then we'll get to the uh, Greek myth. No, no, I, I look. I have a friend who's a very well, let's say, well educated medical doctor, a PhD, and uh, neuropsychiatrist. And he says, "I don't believe in God. I don't believe in an afterlife." He said, "When the when the electricity stops in your brain, you're dead." Would you argue that that's not necessarily true? Well, I would argue that in our universe, the universe that you can see and touch, that you see in a mirror, that when you die, chances are your, your atoms will disintegrate and you'll turn to dust, okay? But like I said, you exist in multiple states. When you look in a mirror, you're taking an average, an average over thousands of different universes. And in some of the universes, you decided to go to school, you decide to marry this person, you decide to change careers. And in these other parallel universes, you could survive, perhaps, even if you are dying in this universe. So it means that people you know and love that have died in our universe are not necessarily die- dead in other universes. Now, the trick is, and there's always a catch, 
The trick is to go between universes requires a technology far beyond anything that we can muster with our puny internet and our puny atomic bombs. But wait, but, but, but Dr. Kaku, this is fascinating to me. So it means that our, quote, schizophrenics, some of whom are seriously uh, ill, hospitalized, medicated, do you think it's possible that some of these, quote, schizophrenics are actually existing or seeing these other dimensions? Well, like I said, we, we no longer vibrate in unison with Elvis Presley. So there is a universe that <laughs> Presley is still alive. That universe has decohered from our universe. We no longer vibrate. Think of a radio. A radio tunes into one frequency, but it has the probability of tuning into any frequency you want. The difference is that you are now tuned to one frequency, but not the other frequencies. So in other words, at the beginning of time, all these universes could have been one, but we have since peeled off the timeline. The timeline has split. Okay, there we go. So basically just what, uh, what Kelly was saying earlier, right? Like, like uh, Michio Kaku, again, one of the, the foremost, uh, at least most famous um, astrophysicists in the world here, is, is kind of saying that like we exist in more than one place at one time. And quantum physics kind of backs that up, backs up that thought. And so if that's the case on a quantum level, that would be the case on a macro level as well, right? So, yeah, there we go. There we go. Again, I, I wanted to play that. I thought it was pretty good stuff. Uh, I was a little bit surprised that, uh, that that's not really the type of conversation that happens on the Michael Savage show, if you guys are <laughs> ever, ever listening to that. Uh, you know me. I, I consume all the media. I listen to everybody. And I was, I was a little bit shocked. I was like, wow, they're, they're talking about this shit today. This is pretty cool. So, uh, so there we go. Um, that's why we haven't uh, played a lot of Michael Savage in the past, because <laughs> it's always Trump, Trump, Trump. Okay, but anyway, but anyway, anyway, you still with me, Sean? Let's do this, buddy. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, let's, let's lead this myth in here. So, so we got this Greek myth. And so we're talking about universes that uh, you travel backwards in time, right? And so I kind of took the, the analogy to uh, it, it, do we look behind us, right? Kind of like, uh, let, let's say in that sense that I was talking about evolving, right? Like, do we, do we stop evolving when we're born? Um, and if we do, uh, do you think it's valuable to look over our shoulder? Do you think it's valuable to not and only care about what's ahead and not behind you? The past is important, but is the future more important? And uh, if you could decide between the two, what would you do? <laughs> what would you do? What would that's you do? A, that's a good question. What would you do? Okay, so then, uh, so go ahead and uh, lead us into the myth here. What is this myth? Uh, just I've got the entire thing clipped, so you don't have to tell the story. Just kind of a <laughs> just kind of an intro, real quick. All right, so this is the uh, Greek myth of uh, Orpheus and his wife uh, Eurydice. And basically what it is is uh, Eurydice, she uh, is, you know, out and having fun and everything else like this. Orpheus is, uh, you know, a great music player and everything else like this. And there's a guy who, you know, wants to uh, be with Eurydice. Um, she's like, no, hey, I don't want anything to do with this. She uh, ends up uh, stepping on a snake and uh, ends up going to the underworld. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Don't no spoilers, man. Here we go. Here's part one. Nope. So basically, we're, we're we're trying to equate this to uh, time, right? So we say time travels forward, time travels backward. Uh, this seems to be like one of those Greek myth mythologies that end up ends up. Uh, in a time loop, so to speak. And you'll see what I mean. Let's play this and you'll, you'll see. Part one. Action. The story of Orpheus and Eurydice. 
The deeds of the immortal gods were told and sung at every fireside in Greece, and among these hero tales there was none more popular than the story of how Apollo built for Neptune the famous wall of Troy. Many musicians would have been glad to perform a similar service for the mere fame that it would bring them, but they feared that the attempt to imitate Apollo would only result in failure and ridicule. So no mortal ever presumed to say that he could make rocks and stones obedient to the spell of his music. There was, however, one musician, Amphion, king of Thebes, who was anxious to prove that his playing was equal to Apollo's, but knowing how unwise it was to vie with an immortal, he determined not to test his skill publicly, but to carry out his cherished plan at night, when men were dreaming in their beds. He was eager to build a high wall around Thebes, and to build it as Apollo did the wall of Troy, so when the sun set and darkness crept over the earth, Amphion stood just outside the city gates and began to play on his lyre. Immediately the stones rose from the ground and moved rhythmically into their places in the wall, which soon rose strong and high, a firmer defence than any that could be built by men's hands. Another famous musician was Arion, who won not only praise for his great skill in playing, but also much wealth. Whenever a contest was held, in which a prize of money was given, Arion was usually a competitor, and, as his music was really finer than that of most players, he easily won the reward. Once he was returning from a festival in Sicily, whither many musicians had gone on account of the rich prize, and as he had come off victor, he was leaving the foreign shores well laden with gold. Unfortunately, he happened to embark on a ship owned by pirates, who had heard of his great wealth, and were plotting to seize whatever part of it he had on board. Okay, there we go. There's, that's how this thing starts again. Uh, this is one of the great, great romances in history. Trust me, it's going to make all make sense. Here's part two. I'm going to just motor through this because we're a little bit long. Uh, what's up, Armando? Thanks for showing up tonight. Ash, thanks for being here. Here we go. Uh, Ash says he wants to. He's Ash has something to say. So here we go. We're going to part two of the Greek myth. We'll work it, work Ash out. And then uh, there's only five parts. It's pretty short. Ten minutes or so total. So I'm going to just smash through this, and then we'll uh, we'll finish this up. So here we go. Part two action. As the easiest way to do this was to kill him, the pirates began to bind him with ropes, that he might not be able to struggle when thrown overboard. Arion calmly accepted his fate, but begged the brutal crew to allow him to play once upon his lyre before going to his death. To this the pirates consented, and when the wonderful music filled the air, a school of dolphins swam toward the ship, and kept close beside it, charmed by Arion's playing. Feeling sure that there was some magic in the music, the pirates hastened to throw the player and his lyre into the sea, without waiting to bind him. But Arion did not drown as they had expected, for a friendly dolphin caught him on its back and swam with him to the shore, where he landed in safety. When, in the course of time, Arion died, the gods placed him, together with his lyre and the kindly dolphin, in the sky as constellations. The most famous of all musicians, except the one who played in the shining halls of Olympus, was Orpheus, son of Apollo, and of the muse Calliope. When he was a mere child, his father gave him a lyre and taught him to play upon it. But Orpheus needed very little instruction, for as soon as he laid his hand upon the strings, the wild beasts crept out of their lairs to crouch beside him, the trees on the mountainside moved nearer so they might listen, and the flowers sprang up in clusters all round him, unwilling to remain any longer asleep in the earth. When Orpheus sought in marriage the golden-haired Eurydice, there were other suitors for her hand, 
but though they brought rich gifts gathered out of many lands, they could not win the maiden's love, and she turned from them to bestow her hand upon Orpheus, who had no way to woo her but with his music. On the wedding day there was the usual mirth and feasting, but one event occurred that cast a gloom over the happiness of the newly married pair. When Hymen, god of marriage, came with his torch to bless the nuptial feast, the light that should have burned clear and pure began to smoke ominously, as if predicting future disaster. Uh-oh, future disaster. So we got Orpheus. You ready to see? We've got uh, Orpheus is the best musician in all the land. He was a, 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 a as a child, he was a, a, what would you call it? Like a, like a, like a Mozart, prodigy. Right? Prodigy. There you go. Uh, even better than that. He was, he was a complete, like you didn't have to teach him anything. He touched it. He knew he was a master instantly. Uh, and so there we go. So he, so he wooed the, uh, the, the fairest maiden in the land with his music and uh, the, the god of uh, marriage arrived, and uh, there was uh, some some black smoke, some dark smoke, kind of uh, giving us a, uh, <laughs> a a hint of what was to come. Now stick with us, exactly. Now this is this is just the beginning, guys. The next three, that was two parts. There's three more, and this is where it starts to get good. Okay, so of course, like a, like every great love story, it always starts out well. Well, let's see where this goes. And keep in mind, like I said, this is this is. Uh, we're trying to trying to kind of uh, tie this into the time, right? Into into uh, does time move forwards? Does time move backwards? If you could be one of one or the other and choose the past or choose the future, the past knowing what happened and what you lost and you could get back, or the future not knowing where you're going, what would you choose? Okay, clearly as mortals we don't have that choice, but let's say we're uh, bestowing you the power of the troubled troubled minds, <laughs> and you're able you're able <laughs> to do these things. What would you choose? Would you look backwards, or would you uh, um, forgive and forget and uh, love the, the 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 ones that have passed and uh, look forward to the ones of the future type of thing? So so there we go. That's this kind of what we're what we're getting at here. What we've always what. Again, trying to tie it in, trying to make it make sense here. Robert says, uh, those who live in the past abort their own future. There we go. Great comment. Great comment. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, Very here we go. Comment. Very good comment. So here we go. So uh, again, how, what would you choose? The past or the future, given the two? Binary, straw man choice, go. More cheap engagement, type it. The past or the future, go. As we play part number three. <laughs> Action. The evil omen was fulfilled all too soon. For one day, when Eurydice was walking in the meadow, she met the youth Aristaeus, who was so charmed with her beauty that he insisted upon staying beside her to pour his ardent speeches into her unwilling ears. To escape from these troublesome attentions, Eurydice started to run away, and as she ran she stepped on a poisonous snake, which quickly turned and bit her. She had barely time to reach her home before the poison had done its work, and Orpheus heard the sad story from her dying lips. As soon as Mercury had led away the soul of Eurydice, the bereaved husband hastened to the shining halls of Olympus, and throwing himself down before Jupiter's golden throne, he implored that great ruler of gods and men to give him back his wife. There was always pity in the hearts of the gods for those who die in flowering time, so Jupiter gave permission to Orpheus to go down into Hades, and beg of Pluto the boon he craved. It was a steep and perilous journey to the kingdom of the dead, and the road was one that no mortal foot had ever trod. But through his love for Eurydice, Orpheus forgot the dangers of the way, and when he spoke her name the terrors of the darkness vanished. In his hand he held his lyre, and when he arrived at the gate of Hades, 
where the fierce three-headed dog Cerberus refused to let him pass, Orpheus stood still in the uncertain darkness and began to play. And as he played, the snarling of the dog ceased, and the noise of its harsh breathing grew faint. Then Orpheus went on his way, undisturbed, but still he played softly on his lyre, and the sounds floated far into the dismal interior of Hades, where the souls of the condemned labour forever at their tasks. Tantalus heard the music, and ceased to strive for a drop of the forbidden water. Ixion rested a moment beside his ever-revolving wheel, and Sisyphus stood listening while the rock which he must roll through all eternity fell from his wearied arms. So there we go. We have the tragedy. So we have the uh, the, the, the marriage. We have the uh, the best musician in all the land. Uh, he, he woos the fair maiden, and uh, they're married. Shortly thereafter, she's bitten by a snake. Tragically, bum, bum, she bum. dies. Exactly. Bum, bum, bum. Here we go. Here's where we uh, We play the, uh, the uh, there we go. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> there you go. Is this not why you are here? There we go. So the, there's Rus- Russell Crowe shouting at you. So okay, so we have the we have the tragedy. We have the marriage. We have the tragedy, and then we have Orpheus is not going to uh, lay down and feel pity for himself. He wants to go into Hades itself and bring back his bride, and armed with nothing but his lyre, his musical instrument. He marches to the gates of Hades and begins playing to the three-headed dog of the underworld, Cerberus, which guards the gates. And here's the rest. Oops, which button? That button. Here's the rest. It's, 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 It's a little more perfectly dramatic when I go. And here's the rest. The daughters of Danaeus lay down their urns beside the sieve into which they were forever pouring water and as the mournful wailing of Orpheus's lyre told the story of his lost love, they wept then for a sorrow not their own. So plaintive indeed was the music, that all the shadowy forms that flitted endlessly by shed tears of sympathy for the player's grief, and even the cheeks of the Furies were wet. When Orpheus came before the throne of Pluto, that relentless monarch repulsed him angrily as he attempted to plead his cause, and commanded him to depart. Then the son of Apollo began to play upon his lyre, and through his music he told the story of his loss, and besought the ruler of these myriad souls to give him the single one he craved. So wonderfully did Orpheus play, that the hard heart of Pluto was touched with pity, and he consented to restore Eurydice to her husband, on the condition that, as they went out together from the loathed country of the dead, he should not once turn his head to look upon her. To this strange decree Orpheus gladly promised obedience. So Eurydice was summoned from among the million shadow-shapes that thronged the silent halls of death. Pluto told her the condition on which her freedom was to be won, and then bade her follow her husband. During all the wearisome journey back to earth, Orpheus never forgot the promise he had made, though he often longed to give just a hurried glance at the face of Eurydice to see whether it had lost its sadness. So there we go. The game begins. So Orpheus, go ahead. You do this, Sean. I'm talking too much. <laughs> so Orpheus, you know, turns around. 
you know, hoping to see his, you know, wife because he thought that she had called for him. And then he goes, he turns, and what? sees her. Spoiler alert. Fade away. Does he turn? She's calling out his name. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, right? So, so they're, so they're, so they're stomping yeah. through. Think, think about it this way. Like think you, you know that Tom Petty song like that. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. That's what this guy is, right? Like he, he's he's literally like he's taking his musical musical instrument and he's gonna walk into hell itself to bring his bride back, and he's given one chance, and this one chance is this: he's allowed, based on his musical ability, the sadness of his song, to bring his bride back to the surface back out of Hades. But the deal is he leads and she follows. And if he looks back one time at her before he reaches the real world, before he steps one foot out of Hades, he's done and he can't have her back. And she stays in Hades forever. So they get there. He's think about it this way. The, 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 uh, the, tr- the, 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 the amount of travel. Think about it. Through the gates the of, of hell, sacrifice. basically. Yeah, exactly. Just to get to the bottom here. And then you have to do all that on the way back and not one time look back to make sure she's okay. The love of your life, right? The light of your life. And here we go. As it ends. As it ends. He, he, they're, they're close. He can see the light of day. And he believes he hears his bride calling behind him. Last part. Action. As they neared the spot where the first faint glimmerings of light filtered down into the impenetrable darkness, Orpheus thought he heard his wife calling, and he looked quickly round to find whether she was still following him. At that moment the slight form close behind him began to fade away, and a mournful voice, seemingly far in the distance, called to him a sad farewell. He knew that no second chance would be given him to win his wife from Pluto's hold, even if he could again charm the three-headed Cerberus, or persuade Charon the grim ferryman to take him across the river. So he went forlornly back to earth, and lived in a forest cave, far from the companionship of men. At first there was only his lyre to share his solitude, but soon the forest creatures came to live beside him, and often sat listening to his music, looking exceedingly wise and sorrowful. Even in his sleepless hours, when he fancied he heard Eurydice calling, he was never quite alone, for the bat and owl, and the things that love the darkness, flitted about him, and he saw the glow-worms creep toward him out of the night-cold grass. One day a party of Bacchantes found him seated outside his cave, playing the mournful music that told of his lost love, and they bade him change the sad notes to something gay so that they might dance. But Orpheus was too wrapped up in his sorrow to play any strain of cheerful music, and he refused to do as they asked. The Bacchantes were half maddened by their festival days of drinking, and this refusal so enraged them that they fell upon the luckless musician and tore him to pieces. Then they threw his mangled body into the river, and as the head of Orpheus drifted down the stream, his lips murmured again and again, Eurydice, until the hills echoed the beloved name and the rocks and trees and rivers repeated it in mournful chorus. Later on the muses gathered up his remains to give them honourable burial, and it is said that over Orpheus's grave the nightingale sings more sweetly than in any other spot in Greece. Eurydice. 
So there we go. So this this myth actually has a uh, several different endings depending on the source, but in in most of them that I dug up and and I'll link I'll, I'll link the stuff that I pulled up and you guys can check it out. As always, uh, again transparency. Uh, I'll I'll link the stuff I found. If Sean's got anything that we uh, that I missed, we'll link that as well. But mo- most times, in the way this story is told, so we have uh, he he loses his bride to the snake. He goes to Hades. He, uh, he plays his lyre to get him all the way down to the bottom. He woos Pluto, the god of the underworld, Hades himself. And then he brings his bride almost all the way back. And at the last second, through some trick of s- some sorcery, some witchcraft, some trick of the devil, he thinks he hears his bride call for help. And he turns and looks over his shoulder and has to relinquish her forever back to the underworld. So, I mean, uh, yeah. And then, through one reason or the other, he ends up dead anyway. Because he's in, in such a sorrowful state. No matter what the uh, the actual myth ends up being, his only way to get her back now is for himself to die. And so, there's your uh, look forward, look backwards. Are we in some sort of a loop? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> anyway, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. I know there's a, I think you got shit to say. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always got stuff to say. Um, actually, in uh, my book here that I have, uh, it's called the uh, the Greek Myths, Gods, Monsters, Heroes, and uh, Origins of uh, Storytelling by uh, Stephen P. Kershaw. He has in here that uh, Zeus was uh, he put uh, his lyre, Orpheus's lyre, into the sky because of all the tragedy that uh, had befallen and for how saddening everything was, you know, for someone to go through so much sacrifice and, you know, having to deal with everything, you know, just to have like your heart literally ripped out and, you know, taken away from you, you know, it leaves you in, it would leave you in a super state and, you know, having, such musical talent and everything else like this that you know having one of the gods be like hey you know what i it sucks what happened to you let's you know kind of in a way immortalize you yeah and again like uh so he uh in the end right in the end it's like uh it's that it's that cycle right it's, it's the life and death cycle it's that like i said what do you choose right G- given the choice would you choose the future or would you use, choose the past not knowing what the future brings or you can have the past back, right? It's a, again, a pretty profound. And again, like kind of back to the beginning of this whole, this whole thing, when uh, we have a parallel universe where time moves backwards. Okay. If we could choose, if we could somehow move into that spot, into that space, you know, bring our consciousness with us and have back what we lost, what do we take it? Right. And it seems like no, pretty much no matter what, right. The, the human condition is, uh, we have, um, it's, it's kind of like the poison fruit, no matter what, isn't it? <laughs> not knowing no, or knowing much, what yeah. you lost. Yeah. Like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And that's kind of the, uh, the cycle here. But again, yeah. Uh, like, like Nikki says, beautiful story. I agree hundred percent. It's a, you know, like a, a story of lost love. And, um, uh, uh, but again, think about, uh, think about the sacrifices that were made to, uh, to, to, to even bring the story about pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Uh, Robert says, uh, heck, if she was such an angel, how'd she end up in hell anyway? 
Hey, man, they don't you know? I I don't think it was necessarily that she was in hell. She was actually in the fields of Elysium, which is another part of hell. It's like the nine circles of hell. Well, there was in, I'm pretty sure in Greek mythology, like Olympus was the place of the gods. And so that's, that was basically heaven and immortals weren't allowed there. When you died, you went to Hades. I think it was like a, like a, a definite thing. There was no hell. There was no heaven and hell like Christianity type thing. It was like you died, you went to Hades. No. That was it. But it was a terrible place because, you know, being dead is terrible. So I, I think I think that's the question. Uh, Sherry says Mercury, Pluto, Jupiter is a threat. I'm not sure if you mean the planets or the gods. You tell me. I, I <laughs> think she's talking about the gods. The gods. Uh, there we go. So they're so they're not good. Not good. Well, as we can see, the the uh, the story here didn't end up well. So they ended up together, but uh, they were in the the most murky, dismal place that you could uh, conjure. So <laughs> terrible. I laughed Actually, again. There's a rather interesting um, TV show that uh, you know just recently it's called Upload that has sort of the same uh, same similar uh, uh, context and feel to it as. Uh, uh, Orpheus and uh, here it is. Yeah, well, so what happened? You got you, you can't you can't just drop it. You gotta you gotta brief me a little bit. <laughs> uh, gonna, it's, come on, uh, I don't, I don't it's, watch TV. It's a new show. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you have that or something like that, but uh, essentially this guy he's like a, uh, I guess like a genius level coder. Uh, an accident befalls him, and he's given the choice of either you know. Uh, taking a uh, surgery that, you know, may have his chances of, uh, you know, he may live or being uploaded into a uh, a virtual heaven. And uh, he's got a uh, girlfriend, I guess, girlfriend slash fiance, and she's just absolutely in love with him. And, uh, I've I've only seen a couple of episodes, but I did see the last one that they have for the season, and it's uh, it's actually rather interesting. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'll have to check it out again. I, this is the thing, right? This is what happens when people tell me like, "Oh, you got to watch this thing; it's really good." I believe you. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm doing other things. I just don't watch, don't watch a lot of TV. Ash, what's up, man? You're listening. Get your ass in here. Come on, Ash. Get your Ash in here. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Ash. Get your Ash in here, Ash. All right, there we go. All right, so uh, if uh, if you got something to say, Ash, now's the time. Get your Ash in here. If you don't, man, well, I'm gonna call you out, and you'll and you'll forever, forever be in the annals of this show as saying you're gonna show up and then not showing up. I'm sorry, quitter. Quitter. Okay. So 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 at the end at the end of this. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? I don't know. I, right? I don't know. Uh, Sean, triple thank yous yes. because uh, because I like when you when you sent me a message this morning. You were like, "Hey, what are we doing for night for the show?" Honest to God, I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Damn it, I don't know, man." Like, why all the pressure? I don't know, man. I don't know yet. Why? Why? Yeah. And uh, he he wasn't like uh, badgering me, like you know, give me a sneak preview. He was like, "Oh, well, how about this?" I was like. We got, there's some ideas there. We could, we could work with that. So yeah, anyway, that's what I'm saying, right? So, so many thanks to Sean here. I appreciate it, my man. Yeah. Like there's inspiration comes from many places 
And, uh, you know, like we've done a lot of aliens recently, some, some crash landings in Brazil, some Sweden stuff, some, uh, we had UFO Joe on, we, you know, we've had a lot of UFO stuff. So I think I, I was definitely not going to do aliens or UFOs today. So, so when, uh, Sean popped up this morning and said, what's up, you want to do some Greek myths? I was like, hell yeah, (laughs) hell yeah, (laughs) hell yeah. But there it is, right? That's what I'm saying. And so, so we're at the point in this, like we, we, we know each other well enough. If you guys are hanging out, if you're still here, you know me, I probably know you. And, uh, it's open. Like this is an open show. Again, you don't have to have, uh, have the UFO blog like Linda Moulton Howe, like I always said, or your own your own website or show or anything. Like this is the people's show. This is our show. So if you want to do this, Sean, you know you're always welcome. Uh, anybody else out there, if you want to, uh, if you want to, even if you think you can't hang for like three hours and you, you get shy or whatever, it's fine. C- come and hang out for 15, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, I'll, I'll do the heavy lifting. I'll do some research to help back up whatever your story is, and we'll we'll talk about it. It's okay. It's okay. So again, uh, I, I am, I'm inviting all of you. If you're still here, you're a super fan. I dub you a super fan. I'm sorry for the, uh, the, uh, the Facebook, uh, top fan badges that come and go. It's all an algorithm guys. I don't touch it. I don't know how to, I don't know how to fix it. If I did, I would. <laughs> uh, so I'll look into that. You have my word. I'll look into that. Maybe I'll just start adding you guys. Cause I know, I know many of you, right? This is not, this is not a guessing game. I know many of you. So, so the, the point is if you want to be on the show and you have something to talk about and you want a narrative that we need to kind of discuss and you have an experience or, uh, whatever it is, you're welcome. And that's it. Right. And you see, you see Sean, like Sean's on tonight. We had a good time. I didn't shit on him one time and I don't think he shit on me once. Did he? I don't think you shit on me once. I don't think so. We can be nice to each other. Didn't on you. You didn't on me, so we're all good. There we go. See how see how this works. There we go. So so at the end, I, I mean, this is it. This is it, right? Uh, so we uh, we did some uh, parallel universe stuff. The uh, time moving backwards, time moving forwards. If you were actually uh, bringing your loved one up from the uh, the underworld, and you heard their voice in that last final steps, would you turn back and look over your shoulder? I guess that's the question. That's the final question. If it was me. I would probably not look back. What if they tripped and were falling down the hole? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to think of it this way. You know, there there are ghosts, so you know, tripping would be kind of hard in some Hey, come on. Five. You're you're rationalizing this you know, too it, much. You have like a like, you have a you have this this you, long. You know, no, they no. Help them out. else like this, but it's you're that? like, you know, this is you the that that's long. been applied. So, <laughs> you know, there's probably a reason for it. You're trying to rationalize this. It's, 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 it's a, I think the thing is it's a no-win situation, right? Because it was a dirty trick. It was a dirty trick by the devil. It was witchcraft. It was whatever it was, right? Like whatever it was, it was a dirty trick. Like that, your love probably didn't even call out to you. It was just kind of like sent into your brain, you know? It's tele- telepathic. So anyway, yeah. all right. All right, here we go. I'm going to play the outro music. You get you get the first outro. We got about three minutes, so uh, go ahead. Sean, you're the best, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. Everybody else, thanks for hanging out with us. You guys are amazing. If you're still here, you guys are my favorite. My favorite of the favorites, right? I say everybody's my favorite. <laughs> I am lying. You guys that are still here right now are my favorite of my favorite. And if you just type favorite in the chat, I'll know you're still here. For some more cheap, there you go. There you go. There you go. Type favorite in the chat. We're going to play some outro. Thanks for hanging out. We hope you had fun. We had fun. Here we go. 
we always have fun you're up sean all right everyone this is sean your favorite canadian here i'd like to say to all y'all you know uh keep your minds open and have that uh go bag always ready whenever things go sideways i'd like to also say uh well welcome you're welcome to uh sherry and nikki and uh robert and matt you guys have you know always been around liz same thing any bunny uh juan carlos you know you guys are awesome and uh, i hope you guys keep listening and uh that you're gentle in your group there we go there we go at the end of it i can't give sean thanks enough for the inspiration thanks enough for your time thanks enough for being here and uh putting up with my shit because uh, i know i ramble but uh we had fun right you have a good time yeah we always have fun i had a good time i had a good time you guys are the best we got favorites we got matt says favorite we got robert says favorite we got elizabeth says jello shots you're still here good enough also my favorite <laughs> nikki says favorite sherry says thanks guys thanks matt good show appreciate it we'll, we'll, looking forward to calling on next friday no problem uh we got uh what else do we got we got uh, juan carlos gets a favorite as well if you guys are still here and i missed you and you're too shy to chat no problem you're still my favorite i promise i promise i promise you're, still you're all our favorites you're all the favorites that's how it goes all right so at the end of this at the end of this the conversation continues god willing we're going to talk about more shit come tuesday tuesday 8 p.m pacific 11 p.m eastern tell a friend leave us a review on itunes if you want to help us out leave us a review on stitcher any of those other places right you let somebody else know with a review they'll come you tell somebody else you know you tag them on facebook whatever they'll come i have fun i hope you have fun this is when this stuff's being fun i'm stop doing this I'm, i'm gonna stop that's it so as long as this stays fun i'm gonna keep doing this again thank you so much for hanging out guys you're all the best larry a favorite yes, larry. <laughs> larry gets a favorite too you guys are all the favorites yep. thank you thank you for being here again like i said if, if you're if you're here my last ramble you guys are amazing because it's a long damn show and we talk about a lot of whack shit so there it is there it is all sorts of fun stuff there it is at the end like I've tried to say three times now that I just can't because I just keep talking. I just keep talking. I'm going to do like 24 hours one day. You'll see. One day I'll set, a, I'll set a world record for the longest talk show in existence. You'll see. Here we go. At the end of this. At the end of this. Thanks again, Sean. You're the best. Thanks to everybody else. You're also Thanks, the best. Mike. You're listening to Trouble Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with Sean, our favorite Canadian. Thanks for hanging out. From all Trouble Minds to yours, have a great night. Night, y'all. Hang out for one section. I'll talk to you soon. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.